0: Welcome back to Corolla Classics for Sunday, February 5th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the show where we play highlights of the Adam Corolla Show. I'm really excited for today. My name is Chris Loxamana. I'm the executive producer of the Adam Corolla Show. And with me, as always, Corolla Archivist, Super Fan Giovanni.
1: Hey everybody, we got a great series of clips lined up for you today. Happy
0: Sunday. Oh, it is gonna be a happy Sunday. And this first clip that we have is a listener request. And I wanna I got an update
1: on the last listener request, by the way.
0: Okay, we'll get into that in a sec, but I just want to remind everybody if you want to submit a listener request, please send us an email. Just go just send it to classics at adamcarolla.com. Or you can find Gio or myself on social, like Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Just let us know what you want to hear. All right, Gio, what's the update?
1: Well, last week we played a two-part listener request over both episodes for listener John Maloney. And his girlfriend actually hit me up, uh, DM on Instagram. Whoa, whoa, calm down, John. Nothing happened, nothing happened. She's just telling me how happy he was that we played the clips and how, like, uh, chuffed he was and how (laughs) amazing it was for him to hear both episodes as clips i was like wow that's some great feedback because that rarely happens people will be like oh you played my clips now i have more so you're just like oh you're so happy i was like oh that's nice that's uh, I'll, I'll tell chris
0: oh well and and now it was told so and once again thanks, i john, only for replied
1: awesome to her john i swear
0: <laughs> we'll see I, we're gonna need to I see the generic bro screenshots all right well let's get going with our first clip this is a listener request from james N. So if his girlfriend wants to DM Gio, <laughs> there we go. Or,
1: or his mom, or dad, or James brother. James
0: writes, hey, Geo, big fan. Is there any way that you could string together all of DFG's appearances? I know you catch some crap from people, but quite frankly, you're a great historian. Thank you. Yeah, who's giving you crap? Ah, who cares? But the
1: people who uh, insist I play more DFG, I'm like, I just can't do it, guys. I yeah. It's, it.
0: But, and uh, we we don't think we're going to string every G- DFG impossible. appearance. It's, it's impossible. impossible. It really is. But He's I not even like-
1: credited on the old morning show. They liked the idea of him just being like a a regular bit player, almost like Saturday Live. So he came in as Josh Gardner, a version of Josh Gardner, the singer-songwriter, you know, very sensitive folk guy, the musician. He came in as Def Frat guy, and a couple other offshoot characters. There was a few others. There was Yergi, and then there was, of course, over the phone, there was Kobayashi. Uh, Yergi was Tom Stern, uh, legendary man show guy, done tons of things in comedy. Uh, He was crazy and super offensive when not past the day. He was a porn (laughs) producer from the Middle East, and he's not that in real life. But uh, DFG was a crazy, important character of the morning show. It'd be impossible now to string all of his episodes because we don't have all those to play. And also, I haven't gone back to credit him on all of them. I'm actually currently doing 2006 now and finding all these lost appearances and these little uh, tidbits he did. But on the podcast, we have all of them lined up. We've played quite a few of them. And there are so many that people like, so we're starting out with this one right here. It's Adam Kroll Show, 1239, Def Rat Guy, Alison Rose, and Brian Bishop, January 2014. Hope you enjoy.
2: Brian, Mm. you saw Anchorman 2. Yeah. I've not seen it yet, so I'm very interested to hear what your review is. Here we go.
3: Hooray for Bollywoods! He will tell
2: you if a movie's good Brian will review the flicks that he's seen Up on the big screen or in his Netflix queue Before you spend bucks, remember his taste sucks He loved that train wreck piece of shit, Transformers 2 Hooray for Bollywood!
4: Anchorman 2 was fucking
2: garbage. Oh,
5: (laughs) Hooray for Baldywood!
2: Wow, I am confused. I've I've heard some pretty good things about it. I haven't heard bad things about it. And usually
6: Brian is so positive about movies.
4: I love
2: Judd Apatow, but Gary is agreeing with Bald Brian. I absolutely will agree with him.
6: Did you not even laugh once?
4: I saw it in the theater with two other people, one below and one in front, and there was nary Weird a laugh. place to make your wife I know, shit. Right? <laughs> there was nary a laugh in the theater. Wow. I snickered once at a sort of off-color racist joke, which I tend to do, but uh, it was a... Uh, very, very, very quiet.
2: What's it coming in at on Rotten Tomatoes? I have no idea, I, I feel there's two. When now I'm looking back at all the promotion, the incredible amount of promotion, and make making me wonder if they were protesting too much. It was easily you know, so the worst speak. film I've seen this year. Wow. Easily
4: worse than the internship. Worse than Burt Wonderstone. Yeah. Wow. Bad.
2: Now all critics at seventy five percent. Holy fuck. Top critics though dipping down. Usually movies inch up with the top. I this can't is envision a scenario in which a critic sat in 69. the theater and laughed at this movie. This is one of those things. Please that see is- this. Please see this at some point. Okay. This is one of those things that's very interesting, uh, cornet um Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the critics, all critics, 75%. Top critics, 69 and then audience, 63 which is, like I said – very weird. It's 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 very. It's it only once in a while in a movie like Drive where the critics be high and the audience be low. But even that's ninety three versus eighty six or whatever it is. The audience. You take the worst of the worst of the. Of um, the Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, it's
4: like Bucky Larson or something <laughs> yes,
2: along those yes. lines. It's piece of shits like that. And those movies will be in at 11%. And the audience will be 49%. Like it'll be dramatically. Because it's like they, the audience wanted to see an Adam Sandler movie. The critics thought it was a piece of shit, but the audience wanted to see it. That is weird. Yeah, it's really weird on a movie like this. But unbelievably bad. His uh, leads you to this question. Mm. Um, I like Judd Apatow a lot. Has he, lost his, well. has he lost his fastball?
4: He didn't direct. This is Adam McKay.
2: Yeah. He oh. didn't direct was it or write it? He, was a, he was a producer, but he, yeah. I read an interview that said he had minor involvement. That's what I want to say. Has Adam McKay <laughs> lost Judd Apatow's fastball?
4: Well, okay, real question then. There's really funny people involved. There's Will Ferrell. There's Steve Carell. There's Adam McKay and Dave keckner and uh, right. Paul Rudd and uh, Fred Willard and all these people. Kristen Wiig's in this and she's in this. When people, when really funny people are making in the process of making something that is so bereft of humor, bereft of humor, do they know? Do they know? They must know. They must know that no one's going to laugh at this.
2: I often they're making bad jokes, or I, 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 well, there's, there's, there's a couple of things. You know, there, guys who were the, you know, you think you're the architect of the Golden Gate Bridge and you just built this IHOP in (laughs) Norwalk, you must know that this is a piece of shit based on what you've done, you know? Like, you've done such amazing things. Don't you know that this is... You know, I felt that way. I've always curious that way with, like, Mel Brooks. Like, I felt like, man, you've done some really cool things. Don't you know that this is horrific? Like, why wouldn't you know this? You did the other thing. And I see your
7: Schwartz is as
2: big as mine. It's not that you just do this. You've done other things that were really good. and But I guess you could say that with bands. It's, it's you know, hall and know. It's, it's like you've, you did Sarah Smile and then you did Man Eater. Like, why didn't you know? You're capable of so much better. How come you didn't know this?
6: Well, what do you think happened? I mean, were, were they were they too self-aware? Were they trying to be too no. anchormanny? Or
4: cynically, I think it was just a just a cash grab. Just hey, there's an opportunity. People love the first one, and we're going to make a second one. We're all going to get paid. I think it was cynically. I think that's what it was. How did it fool the critics? That's
2: really baffling. Gary saw it, and I think he agreed to me. Seventy-five percent for comedy because comedies are tough there's- because they split people and a lot. at of- they. Crit- get critics going a lot of different directions, and they, the they just don't agree of. on everything. The only thing I can think of
4: is that for all the money they spent on promotion, I'm sure they spent Ooh. a similar amount on the parties and screenings they
5: threw for the critics. So yeah, that's that happens a lot. Maybe there was a little bit of you know.
2: So that's right. It's why the top critics are lower than the all critics. And why the audience is lower than all right. critics.
4: I have a theory. Gary, pull, pull up the score for Anchorman 1, because I think maybe the critics may have missed the boat on that one. It was a sleeper hit, oh. and it was a makeup call. This is We don't want to miss the boat again. I have a feeling that that was a sleeper, like, came on strong after the fact.
2: 66. Yeah. So here it is. All critics on Anchorman 2 gets a 75. The first one, which is dramatically better.
4: Yeah. I, I say at this point, it's a classic comedy. Everyone remember? right? modern classic comedy.
2: Got nine points less, which is unfathomable yeah. to someone who saw both of them, like you. Yeah. So you feel they missed the boat up and they're making up Up first one up by 25
4: it. points and drop this one by about 75 points. <laughs> 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 Down the zero. I think this is the first ever F in Bollywood history. It's just an abject, nothing, there, nothing there. You yeah. guys should see it.
2: All right, Let's see it. Bringing endorsement. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, back with the great one, the Deaf Rat guy. Yeah, the food. Yeah, everyone loves the Deaf Rat guy. Um, DFG, what's what up, bro? <laughs> Thanks for uh, coming out. I know we have a spirited round of JV or all balls. It's all good. And uh, also, we're gonna do. Maybe we'll do some blah blah blah. I figure, I feel by the time we get to JV, are all balls. We'll probably be uh, rolling into some news, but let's do that because I, I this is quickly becoming my favorite segment of the show. Yeah. The uh, JV are all balls.
4: His reasoning is dizzying too.
7: Do you think JV are all balls? Is JV are all balls? <laughs> well, oh, I see. <laughs> oh, just yeah, I, I mean, it's it's
2: all balls. I mean, for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I could easily see Howie Mandel or Seacrest hosting this in syndication. Definitely. You know what I mean? Getting families together. That's right. You With know.
4: the family huddles together.
2: Uh-huh. Like family feud style. Yeah. Uh-huh. Peeing while, you know, we'd t- tame it down a little bit, but like peeing while you're in the shower. JV or all balls. Everyone getting together and <laughs> huddling around, you know? Well, it saves water. Definitely
7: saves water. I mean, people are very, you know, environmentally oriented. Drum
8: conscious yeah. hmm
7: Poochie's uncle said that dude that hosted family feud Richard Dawson gave his grandmother the clap. (laughs) Really? Yeah.
2: I guess Poochie's uncle's been around for a
7: while now, right? I mean, hes I know he worked in radio for a while. Yeah, he was in uh, ad sales. But um, Brian, Mm. I heard your movie review. Poochie's uncle wanted me to tell you that he hated the Wolf of Wall Street because he said the shape of the Quaaludes was wrong.
4: Oh, Oh, it was an accurate historical inaccuracy. So, we went
7: when you um, reviewed that film, okay. he wanted me to add that. Oh, okay. he's very oh, sure. he detail oriented. I guess he was around during those days. Know. Yeah.
4: He has some knowledge of that information. They yeah. were like
7: big and they said like 757 or some shit <laughs> on them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do we have some JV or all balls? Yeah. Let's start off. hmm. Okay. Right. Hold on. Don't look. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Losing wood in a foursome. Wood and a foursome. And a
2: foursome is two dudes and two chicks. Losing wood.
7: Yeah, right. But there's another dude in there
2: with, who found your wood.
7: Yeah, it's like you and your best friend.
2: Right, with two chicks. Yeah. And everyone's going together. And you lose wood. I, f- I feel like that, that's JV. I mean, you started the foursome. You couldn't Although, finish it.
4: What could be more, more affirming of your masculinity than losing your wood when there's another guy in the room
2: naked? I guess. I don't oh. know. Allison, what do you think?
6: I, I agree with JV. If you're up for sex, you're up for sex, regardless.
7: All right. I, that's my irregardless. Irregardless.
0: <laughs> that's what I meant.
7: Right. Irregardless. That's right. Okay. New Jersey, New Jersey Governor Chris, Chris Christie. Chris Christie. And him shutting down that whole bridge. Yeah. The
2: more, you know, it's funny because when this first just sort of washed over me, it was a lot of like, all right. And then you start hearing about, you think about the guy who's going to his new job and being four hours late or the old lady or whatever, just stuck in traffic. The idea that you're using people as pawns, to me, by the way, scariest sort of governmental thing you can do. The taxes and the... Or I'm going to make a deal with my brother-in-law who owns a... He's a paving contractor and I'm going to give him the account to pave the new stretch of highway. That's been going on for a million years. I almost understand it. This is just fun. This is just (laughs) you fucking holding a giant magnifying glass over your constituency and burning them like ants because you
7: can. You're saying it's JV. I'm I'm saying it's all ball. Bro, when was the last time you shut down a bridge? <laughs> well, I I feel like all you have to do is threaten to jump off of one, and you could get it shut down. Well, that is true, but I mean, <laughs> this dude, people are always jealous of a powerful man, uh-huh. and this is a man of enormous appetite. He probably <laughs> probably lived in a in a layer like that double the size of the fucking back cave, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah, all right. So you're a big uh, Chris Christie fan.
7: Well, I think what he did was power play. I respect that. Okay. <laughs> nah. um, what about this embattled and sometimes polarizing figure, um, Toronto Mayor Rob Ford? You know,
2: A, he he provides a lot of fodder mm-hmm. for, you know, mo- morning shows and late night shows to talk about. Oh, 20... We've decided that comedy should be exclusively at uh, 6 a.m. and then at 11 p.m., which is not as much. No laughter in between. Not (laughs) much at noon. We just want to see people impersonating doctors and faking their own death. Um, He's not afraid to get wasted
7: with his own constituents.
2: I like when a guy gets accused of using one drug and makes the excuse that he was wasted on another drug as the excuse of why he participated in the use of, of one of the other drug. There's a part of me that likes this guy. I don't know why. He sort of is what he is. The chutzpah
4: there. He's got he has
2: he's one got life chutzpah. and he's
7: living it right. Yolo. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What, I mean, what? What? What okay. do you think? Well, I just like the. I like it look. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I see that mug on a billboard at Hollywood Highland. I'm seeing that movie. <laughs>
2: oh really? Wow. Yeah. That's um, an interesting look. All right. So you're saying
7: it's all balls? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. All right. But what about Michael Bay's awkward address at the Samsung trade event?
8: Mm -hmm.
7: I feel like that was JV because I feel like there was a little hissy
2: fit involved, which is... By by the way, let me explain F you and then F me money. F me money is better than (laughs) F you money. This is... I don't fucking care if I'm out the 500 grand. They paid me to do this. I'm fucking walking. Like, any comedian... Any guy who had a corporate, let's just take your average comedian who has a corporate gig where they paid him seven grand to go out there and be the MC for that he would never just walk. He didn't have to walk on it. I, I don't. I don't chalk it up to nerves or whatever. Unprofessional, though. I've seen him interviewed many times. Yeah,
7: I'm, I'm saying that's that's JV. But dude, he's one of our finest directors, and he was publicly debaald. <laughs> so you're saying it's all balls? Yeah, but. Yep. No, Jv.
2: Oh, Jv. Well, we gotta fix your. <laughs> no, the whole thing. The
7: whole thing that happened to him was Jv. He needs to get his PR guy to set up a meeting with uh, between Mr. Bay mm-hmm. and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yeah, right. And um, you know, Jason Statham and some other, uh, other finance actors.
2: Right, so they could come together like a super project.
7: America needs Michael Bay right now to get back on his game.
2: <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I mean, he makes a lot of these films that are oh, uplifting. You know what I mean?
7: Yeah. What, mm-hmm. Um. Oh, okay. What about Flynn, aka Walt Junior on Breaking Bad, getting snubbed at the Golden Globes? <laughs> <laughs> JV all balls.
2: Oh man, I now see.
7: got worked up over that. Yeah,
2: he's emotional? Is that because he's uh, sort of handicapped or? Is that
7: the handicapped kid? Dude, he's got, he's got mild uh, CB. CB? <laughs> I'm a CP, bro. So oh. You got me off. Now I'm all screwed up, bro. He, he's he got a mild case. Cerebral palsy. Yeah, yeah. Cerebral palsy, CP. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this dude gets more boxed than the Memphis hub of FedEx. <laughs> 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 right, so he, he... That's a lot of box. <laughs> that's a lot of box. Yeah, he gets a lot of box. Yeah. Um, yeah. But do you think... He, <laughs> but why, So why did they snub him? Well, well, first off, I feel like
2: the ultimate reward is that much box. You know what I mean? Like, if you gave me a choice, would you like a nine-inch brass statue or more box than the FedEx
7: Memphis hub? You know what I mean? <laughs>
4: Yeah, he's laughing all the way to the box.
7: <laughs> from the ladies I hear from, he does have a nine-inch brass statue. Uh, it's called uh, his meat and bag. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're counting the bag now. Well, so. That's the, like the inch and a half at the bottom. Right, right, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't like him being snub, but, but again, you know, being young, good looking, getting you know, that kind of notoriety, I feel like he's going to land on
7: his feet. But I know as someone with a well, disability, that's, that's I don't know if that was like a, a, a Freudian statement. Oh man. yeah, I didn't mean that. Sorry, but as
2: someone who <laughs> suffers
7: from a disability, I, I I think you probably you're weaving some of your own feelings into that. I'll tell you this: there's going to be some hot chick landing on his meat puppet soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, but hold what, on, so, oh, so that's that's uh, JV, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. JV. Yeah. What about the whole Golden Globes in general? I mean, look, you love breast. right? I love breast. <laughs> I don't like the idea of the foreign press corps coming to our country and telling us who has the best brands. I, this a different. You're miss. You're. I think you're. Did you what, see it? What next? They're gonna some French journalist is gonna come over for um, the Golden turd Cutter. <laughs> No, not oh. the Oscar.
4: <laughs> he thinks the globe represents <laughs> No,
2: you gotta watch it. It's yeah. a it's for acting. I,
4: I know globes, Jeff <laughs> rec, I mean something else in your in your, It's an acting what is it then?
2: It's like
7: <laughs> like remember Poochie's uncle saw The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, he hated it because of the <laughs> Qualude things where it was not accurate. Right, right. So that's like all right,
2: there's a movie. And then they would give a globe an award to like uh Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, because he was in that movie. This is not Best Rack? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Totally, JV, then. Yeah, God knows what you think the the Oscars are about.
7: I mm-hmm. Um, I just... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what about um John... <laughs> what about um John Hyatt? John Hyatt? I <laughs> love John Hyatt. Yeah, he's a great dude. He... He tagged, shaved Ashley, and Ashley with the phone bush in a three-thumb. John Hyatt? Yeah, from Antadina, John Hyatt. Oh know, the, no, the no, Sigma Moo.
2: No. Sigma Moo? Yeah. Oh. Oh no, no. I'm not singer songwriter. He's Smithy's
7: cousin. John no. Hyatt.
2: J- Wait, this
7: dude. Jonathan how as, Hyatt.
2: Yeah, how, how <laughs> old <a> is He's a sophomore. <laughs> oh no. No, no I thought you were talking about John Hyatt, the singer. Rider.
7: it's like sixty years old. No, John yeah. Johnny Hyatt tagged both Ashley's at once. The first dude to do it, really? <laughs> Ashley, wait a minute. There's one. I know one is a shave bush. One What's- is a tri mu. <laughs> and the other one is the one who was one of the first to have a full shaved bush. Okay, <laughs> and he got both of them. Yeah, Johnny Hyatt. Okay, John Hyatt, I'm sorry. Whatever. He I, wants people to call him John now because he's twi- you know he's worried about like getting a job or something. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Okay. No, I'm. Yeah. Uh, it's just when you ask me about John Hyatt, <clears <clears throat> throat>
7: I'm it for for something else. That's Hell yeah. All right. So that's all. That'd be all balls. So. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What about this war on bread? There's a war on bread. <laughs> The gl- gluten. Right? Oh right, right. Mm-hmm. It's a simple yes or no.
2: Yeah, people, people are <laughs> hollowing out their bagels. Mm. This is, I was thinking bagels about. Are already hollowed out, <clears> throat> 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 Yeah, they're scooping out. Oh, <coughs> they're making them the into bread. a moat, you know. And no, you know what? You know what I realize? Think about this. I, I don't know, but it's probably one of these LA things. But uh, when I head out with my riding partner, Kevin Hanch, to uh, pound out a little work on uh, Road Hard, we go out to breakfast. We order everything, but we don't order toast anymore. You remember you'd come with that huge stack of yeah. toast? and well, It's like just- a
4: scoop of cottage cheese?
2: Yeah, you'd get that massive thing of toast. And so now it's like you get the omelet, you get the cottage, maybe even you get the home fries or the hash browns. But I always tell him to save the toast, and he always tells him to save the toast because the days are gone of you eating four pieces of toast. right? And then I realized it's not like they deduct 39 cents. They simply don't bring the toast out. They don't have to toast it. They don't have to butter it. They don't have to bring it out. They don't deduct. I see this more and more. I'm wondering... I'd love a toast statistic. I would love to know the amount of toast consumed with breakfast versus, you know, 10, 20 years ago. I am feeling... And I would
6: like to know the person that does order toast, are they getting a piece from 1992?
2: I think they are now. I'm just wondering if the place that formerly used to buy 50 loaves of bread, the breakfast joint, is now down to 12 loaves of bread because of that dramatic...
7: It decreased. They used to do that. You know, it was great because you go to, um, you know, uh, to, to go get breakfast, and the 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 bread was uh, the toast was pre buttered. They would do that at international house of pancakes. They would yeah. do that other um, national houses of pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if there are other ones. <laughs> yeah, there were you know regional ones. Yeah, no. But if you went to the international house of pancakes and like you know like. Um, I don't know China or right um, Kenya.
2: No, and I it's you know same. what I think they just call it International House of Pancakes. I don't think they're international. I don't think there's one in Denmark.
7: It's, it says international.
2: Yeah, right? I know. I think they just do that. Like you know, sometimes they'll say like World Famous, mm. and then it's Bo- they trick you. Bob's Pizza. You know, it's probably not. If you traveled the globe, I don't think you'd find that people knew that pizza place. So I guess it's JV. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it would be. By the way, is there anything better than this? The toast that gets heavily buttered, even both sides buttered, that part that gets soaked and saturated in the butter that's furthest away from the crust – in the center where it starts getting really thin. And wilty. And wilty. It can't support its own weight. It's a little butter hammock sitting in there. And you just just take a bite out of that one part. Like, you go, I'm not going to get the crust. It's all dry. They didn't get any butter. By the way.
4: This is porn to Allison.
2: People, (laughs) you people who apply butter need to focus on the (laughs) perimeter. That's where they need the butter. This is basically like you...
6: gilding the lily. It's already tender in the middle.
2: Right. Uh, yes. If you are... That's the dry part around. That's the part. Yes. If you're going to put oil on a bicycle, don't put it on the fucking seat. Put it on the <laughs> chain, assholes. <laughs> but the part that needs the most butter... Doesn't get any love or butter. That's right. But that one bite. You know what I'd like to do? One day when I have F me money... I'm just going to simply walk around restaurants and take that one bite <laughs> off of everyone's plate right in the middle. Just that big fucking half circle just out of the sweet spot in the middle set it back. Then walk to the next level. <laughs> uh, that, <coughs> that will be my lunch. you to have to sell a lot of mangria. I know. It's going kind of to be awesome. You could give the crust to homeless dudes. Oh, you should know this, uh, DFG, um, told here by Gary. Uh, IHOP opened in Dubai oh. and Kuwait. It's an international push that started in 2012. Hell yeah.
8: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, you have one more for us.
7: Yeah, um okay, I I have um okay, one more. Um what do you think about those NFL owners who wear the, you know, those striped shirts with the white collars? Like Robert Kraft. Yeah. Yeah, where the
2: cuff and the collar Don't match. It it is a definite rich guy move where the collar and the cuff are a different color than the body of the shirt. JB. Well, I don't. I've had. (coughs) I've had shirts made for me. Actually, one of the nicest things they used to do. You guys tell me what you think about this. Jim Rome show. When you go and do people's shows, you get a commuter mug. By the way, there has to be a cap on commuter mugs. I, I feel like I'm, I'm lousy with commuter mugs. Uh, I, and it's also the kind of thing disposable where...
4: disposable for you at this point.
2: Yeah, it's, I have a cupboard that has like 28 commuter mugs in it, and I can never use more than one at once, and there's never a situation where there's 11 people waiting to get in my car in the morning <laughs> and go, where's my mug? You know, it's like, it's just a commuter mug. But they give away the commuter mug. They give away mugs. They give away sometimes bathrobes, which are okay, but they're really shitty bathrobes. Uh. So you never really use them. And all that kind of stuff. Easy, oh, Allison. Uh, yeah. Sorry. What Jim Rome would do is he had a tailor and the tailor would go, oh, I'm a Jim Rome's tailor. I, he found me or whatever it is. And, uh, he'd measure you up behind me. I got one arm's a little longer than the other. I have long arms or just short Shirts come up short on my wrist and measure you up, do the whole thing. Uh, Get your, get your, your, your full, uh, initials and have a swatch, a big fabric swatch pile where you just pick through your thing and you go, ooh, I like this fabric. And they go, okay. And then you'd forget about it. Like five weeks later, you'd get a shirt
8: custom made for you
2: with your fucking initials
7: in the cuff. And a That's
2: watch. That's amazing.
7: <clears throat> no, no watch. You said they give you a watch and a shirt. No, no, just the, just the shirt. But I he really had, felt he like...
8: Said,
4: he said Swatch. He's reading Swatch. Groups. Oh, sorry. Oh.
2: Swatch. Swatch. I felt like Robert
7: Kraft. I, I really yeah. did. Oh, that was Swatch. my only
2: custom-made shirt. Swatch has a watch, too. What, what, a, you see what a, oh, oh,
7: oh, Swatch. No, Shit. I thought you said they'd give you a watch. Oh, no, no. I said Swatch, <laughs> which yeah. is a watch. Huh. No, not this one. It's like, dude, you're at a football game, bro. Wear a jersey. Look like you've been there before. (laughs) This is wear a jersey. It's it's the (laughs) gridiron. It's not a Cadillac dealership. (laughs) Okay, I get you. You're right. You're right. Uh, These guys up there in their climate-controlled environment eating uh, shrimps, sipping wines. (laughs) (laughs) Shrimp and wine. I think it should be shrimps. (laughs) And um, by the way, Bob Kraft, Vladimir. Putin called, you'll not get in that ring bag. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, that's right. Wow. He says Putin stole his wow. Super Bowl ring. But, yeah. Uh, it should be eating shrimps. Oh, you're right. Uh, Drinking I wines. Drink wine. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I don't know why it's not. DFG? You okay? Sometimes I get a little bummed out that there's like only the white manguia, mm-hmm and the, the the original red uh, manguia. Well, you mix them together, you know. Oh, wait a minute. There's a, a new product coming soon. It's called <laughs> Bro's Day. And it is the marriage of red and white manguia. Yeah,
2: you get, well, why don't you do that a little more conversational yeah, Media training's really paying <laughs> off. Um, they're
7: coming soon. Lots oh
2: we got Senator Bragman, Nyman, and Caffarel. I
7: had Poochie's uncle write me some copy. Oh no! Lots of dudes don't have the the um the the, the balls. It says cajones, the balls cajones, I to think. pull off pink. But um, bros day, the marriage of red and white tanqueria is a way to show you are all bald and it has a really good taste, and you can um. <laughs> Um mm. you know, you're like, dude, look at the set on that dude sipping on the, the bro day. Right. It's got a good taste. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it too. That, oh, that's a- but it's, it's all these stores <clears throat> are carrying Mangria now. Mm-hmm. Fan with liquor, fan with New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. is filling stations down in, um, <laughs> in Anderson and Pal- Palmetto, of South Carolina. Did not know that. Wow. Um. Even if you're up, hey, going to Rochester, New York, mm. stop by Market View Liquors and get some mangria. Or if you're like in um, Richland or Kennewick, Washington, uh-huh, um, just like go to Mid Columbia Liquor stores and reach in the cooler and grab some mangria.
2: Thanks, DFG. I appreciate the plug, buddy. I would like to uh, tell people they can go to a deaf ratguy.com if they want to find out what's going on with dfg yeah
7: i'm sold out of t-shirts unfortunately just stickers mini funnels and um lucky potato keychains (laughs) oh and id cards
0: and thanks james N, for this idea we got a bunch of dfg clips for you this one that one was from 2014 this next one from 2016
1: Adam Carolla Show, 1772, Defract, Gina Grad, and Brian Bishop, March of 2016.
2: Check it out. In, uh, in the horrible music uh, news uh, as well. Lynette and I, who uh, we're not simpatico on everything, but we really are on bad music. Well, and, you are
9: on, on uptown funk.
2: And I've always well, said, said bad music. <laughs> yeah, I've always said, uh, you and I don't have the same taste. We just have good taste and we know what bad is. Mm. And she, I, if, if there's ever a song, I'll just look at her and go, I know you don't like this song. And she goes, absolutely. That's absolutely right. And we were listening. I was driving to the event last night in Pasadena. I was toggling between the Sirius XM 80s channel and then the first wave, which is the only chance you'll ever get to hear Lil Elvis Costello or Joe Jackson or something like that, or Grant Park or something, might be on the first mm-hmm. wave. It's toggling back and forth. Those fucking retards over there <laughs> play some of the worst music ever on the first wave. Mm. Uh, that's not first wave, okay. new wave music. It drives me nuts. And um, I've always said... I think I think I've, I've come up with a with a plan for those um, serious XM assholes. Is you can't be playing a horrific '80s song on your '80s channel and then a horrific '80s song on your first wave. You, oh. have to, it can't be two in a row. Audrey I mean, You have to have one yeah. decent song in there, salty and or,
4: sweet at all times.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, what was playing on uh, was playing on the '80s channel? I think was oh, I think it was First Wave. Sorry, First Wave at about 7.41 last night was playing the uh, Soft Cell Where Did Our Love Tainted Love that it's such a pile of steaming hippo flop and and also it does the thing that almost it's like it's my passion from Rod Stewart oh break it down horrible songs that were way too long at 2.41 Mm. never ending Like, if you listen to the end of Passion, like, even the president, Passion, you and me, Rod, the song sucked. 10 seconds in. Now we're minute 50, five minutes and 21 seconds. End. End. So, I was listening to this, I was just, look, I was getting in a bad mood before I was going to do my comedy. Just what you want for the kids fundraiser. So, I flipped over to the, uh, Oh, maybe I flipped over. To, yeah, I flipped over to the 80s station. And uh, they're playing this Phil Collins song. And Phil gets a lot of crap, and deservedly so. But it's not his fault. It's the fault of program directors who are bought off with mounds of cocaine. Oh, Phil. So I explained it. I was explaining was to the salad days, peeps. I said to Lynette, I said, First off, Phil's allowed to make shitty art. It's their fault for playing it. Someone uh, say he's encouraged I said I said you know what this song sounds like uh, We'll just list to it over It just never ends. It's just boom, 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 yeah. don't, do And then when you get to the then get to the end, if you jump to like the last minute. It's like, I don't, leave. don't care. No more. No, it's another one of those, like, yeah, Phil, guess who else doesn't care? All the people you're punishing. Oh,
4: that's right, this crazy guitar and...
2: no more.
8: No more. No
2: more. I was like, I was gonna drive into no an oak more. tree. <laughs> and then I was like,
8: No more. No more.
2: I said, you know, Lynette, you know what this no is? This is Phil Collins got into an argument with his wife and with and with the session musicians who were supposed to be playing that day, and they all stormed out, and he went, F you, I'm laying down a song anywhere, I'm doing it anyway, and I'm just going to get on this drum kit, and I'll just go hit record myself, and I'll just keep banging. No more. I don't, I don't care. Like he was yelling at him yeah, through I mean, a wall. Like, I mean, arguments. Why do you play this on the radio? No more!
4: And He's saying irony, it himself! The irony of yelling no more, no more, over and over again for the last 40 seconds of the song.
9: No no it never more. ends. No, more.
2: He's daring no you more. not to like and it. And I, I, I do do this with Lynette all the time, and I do it with everyone, and she go, I don't like this song. And I go, it's not a song. It's not a song. It's a guy banging on the drums, saying the same thing over and over again. I have no idea why the hell some of these Phil Collins songs came up, but you ass-wipes over at Sirius XM. please work out your set list a little yeah. so I don't get caught between soft sell and Phil doing a hard, fucking hard sell over there trying to get everyone to clear the studio.
4: <laughs> Phil makes quite a number of appearances on the old Tool Tunes playlist, and mm. this one's not even good enough. Like, that's just a bad it's, song it's that I can't.
2: That's not even a... It's that's not enjoyable. It's not, nothing. It's not a song. It's just bum bum,
3: bum bum. It uh, would have been really great if the uh, music director at Dodger Stadium had used that to intro Hideo Nomo
2: when he was taking the That would have made now, perfect sense. All would have been uh, Again, forgiven. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, do we have my like, we have my XDC mm-hmm. song on a on a happy note? I was Did driving. Back over. <laughs> I was driving over to pick up my barbecue with my kids in the car. My son, who's uh, big into Pearl Jam. Ooh. And I said, uh, you can start it up. My son's in the back seat. And I said, uh, Sonny, you're going to like this one. And he said, so far I'm not feeling it. And I said, I know. But it's going to kick in. And I think you're going to like this one. I'm with Sonny so far. Yeah. And XDC... Uh, I don't know, underrated. I don't know what to call them, but a very interesting band. So he's like, "I'm still not feeling it, Dad." And I said, "I know, but it's gonna, it's gonna kick in, kick it in."
8: Yeah. yeah, I love
5: this song.
2: Oh, it's got a lot of layers, a lot of flaky, croissanty, buttery layers to it.
4: What year is this, approximately?
2: Early I would guess early, early 80s, God forbid, the first wave. Ass wipes. I think I heard this on the Eighties channel, but uh, you can jump 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 ahead to the last minute when it uh, kicks in. And this is uh, what I like in a song. By the way, 1982.
4: It's like the era where there's a lot of British bands who were clearly influenced by the Beatles.
2: Yeah. whole era.
5: And
2: then my son was like, "Oh, I do like this song," and I was like. Uh, Start asking me what sense is working overtime where and I kind to explain to him that not all songs make literal. Literal, yeah.
9: Tell him not to get too excited about the football reference. It's a soccer ball. <laughs> yeah, Dad, the wolves actually play. I don't know play. if
2: XCC was English or not. They sound like it, but we got to figure it out. Like, go back, voice. go back two minutes. I just want to hear the middle part, Johnson. I like the part where the song kicks in. Oh. Okay.
8: Let's see. Oh, they are English, man. You're right.
2: That's the part I love on this song. Alright, we gotta turn it up a little. Making plans for Nigel is one of their heads. Mayor of Simpleton. I think the mayor of Simpleton is the song of the. I
3: love this part.
2: Felt good, and I got Sonny into FCC, So uh, there you go. Yeah, one of the uh, I think the lead singer Partridge is his name.
8: I think he's Danny
2: Partridge for some reason, yep. but uh, he has he's like agoraphobic or something. That so, is like, the greatest story <laughs> I've ever heard. They couldn't go out and perform or some 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 version some version of that. All right, we got calls. We got Deaf rat guy. Why don't you go get the uh, Deaf Rat guy, Gary DFG? Mm. Deaf Rat guys here. Hell yeah. Deaf Rat Guy, uh, I'm trying to Brian. You can help me get What's people, that? I don't know, caught up on the Deaf Rat okay. Guy. We we met him
7: many years ago. He's back in the radio days. Seventh year senior at SC, at right? At the time, yeah. He's uh, probably
4: on to bigger and better things. It's by now.
7: Been a long time yeah. since this studio has seen much <laughs> That's right. That's now as you can probably <laughs> yeah, tell, hearing he a parent, yeah, but he's not going to. It's
2: not going to slow him down. If
4: anything, it's
2: accelerated his. Uh, um, yeah, he his didn't. Being he didn't, uh, he was a Delta Fu uh, chapter. Well, he, started,
4: he was a teak and he started his own chapter, Delta Fu Gamma.
2: Right. Yep. Right. And then there's there Blake Chambers. What was he? Oh, he's an SAE.
7: He was an SAE? SIGEP? One of the other? He was, I can't even say it because they put a gag order on <laughs> me. Oh, really? You can't say anything oh, bad about it? Do I don't give a crap. He was a teak. He oh. was a Oh, Blake Chambers was I a teak. I don't care anymore.
2: Oh, but he was your arch nemesis. <laughs> And then there was Ashley. Well, there were two Ashleys.
7: Yeah, there was um, one who I was very close to.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The
7: one that, back then, having a shaved pie was very rare. <laughs> right. Right. So that was there was Ashley with the shaved bush, and then there was the tridelt. Um,
2: the tridelt. The there was Ashley, the tridelt, and then one with the shaved, shaved bush. They told me about it. <laughs> and then you Sorry,
9: had, and you guys
2: about. You had uh, a douche bagel, right?
7: The Moose. Yeah, Mike F., Mike M- L. Mike F. and Mike yeah. L. Um, Poochie. Poochie. Poochie, yeah. Poochie killed it, dude, in the movie The Big Short. His firm was featured in that. Wow. That was yeah. Poochie's, Poochie's uncle's firm? No. Or? Poochie. A Poochie. Oh, Poochie's firm? Poochie went to Wall Street. Everybody mm. knew he was going to kill it. <laughs> so he did. Yeah. Wow. wow. It's a finance now, guy. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. you know... He's a really good dude. Poochie, the thing you have to know about him, he's five, he's like, looks exactly like Derek Jeter from the New York Yankees. Yeah. But he's only like 5'1. So it's like a really short Derek Jeter. Yeah, but the dude, the dude gets more freaking strange tale than an Edgar Allan Poe (laughs) anthology, bro.
4: A lot of strange tale. It's more of a, ho- poem- a hominid because he wrote tales, you know. Right,
2: you know, he wrote tales. tales. Yeah, so sure. He but gets a lot of tail. Yeah, no, I,
7: get tail. I get I get, I get you. So he's he's <laughs> a really good dude. He was my big brother.
2: Yeah. Okay. And then his is still Cole. doing all right.
7: Yeah. Poochie's uncle is um, you know he he was um he basically got his ass kicked at a Donald Trump rally. Ooh. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. What happened? He came out with, like, long sleeves, and he had short little doll hands mm-hmm. to oh, make Oh, was fuck. making a joke. Yeah. yeah. But they beat the... Sh- oh, yeah, you can say it, yeah. They beat the crap out of him, uh-huh. bro. Uh-huh. Um, he said last night, he texted us, he said, finally, he had stopped pissing blood. Oh,
9: oh wow. We went, oh, my God. Sounds dangerous. I don't... Yeah, We're that's, that's the thing, is,
2: I don't think uh, those Trump supporters got a great sense of humor. <laughs> no. They're more he, sort of literalists. Yeah. He
7: was doing it for, to make a point.
8: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
7: Because right. he converted to a Muslim.
8: Oh.
7: Oh. Poochie's uncle? Yeah, he, he said he's never been happier in his life now. Really? Yeah, he his life's really simple now that he just has to do Sharia. What?
2: Well, you have to do Sharia? I I, mean, I don't know how it goes. There's Sharia law, right? So he the, just does Sharia?
7: He does the thing, you know, it's like... um. Dude, we have to go to the club. He's like, not the event. I have to pray. Mm-hmm. Wow. But then he goes to the club? Yeah, he does, you know, he'll have a mocktail. Oh, I see. Not a, not a real
2: cocktail. All right, so uh, DFG is here because uh, he's plugging an event. It's a Mangria Bar Crawl. A couple of tickets left. I was told by Lynette as I was leaving the house. See
7: still available. It starts at the, um, R&R in Scottsdale, Arizona at 6 p.m.
2: Yeah, it does, and that's Friday. That's this Friday and Friday. Phoenix.
7: Go but, to the MangriaBarcrawl dot com for tickets, dude. I'm freaking exhausted from promoting this.
2: <laughs> no, I'll, doing I'll, all the heavy lifting. I'll do some of it now. Lynette's gonna be there. Doctor Bruce, <laughs> Nick, intern Nick, former intern Nick, DFG, of course. Uh,
7: March 11th Jay Miller,
2: former assistant Jay. Uh, oh, Chris Max Patton and his band performing. Everyone loves Max Pat and his band. So, uh, good time for one and all. That'll be uh, coming up this Friday. And uh, the website, DeafFratGuy.com is where you go. MangriaBarCrawl.com is where you go. Tickets going fast. Can we do a little uh, JV or
7: All Balls? Can I clear the air first? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. People... You know, it had been a long time. Of mm-hmm. People going, What is up with you with the ACS? Why mm-hmm. you haven't been on the show? Mm-hmm. Are you on probation? Mm-hmm. I want to clear something up. Dude, between you and me, straight on, i known you for a long time. Yeah. I did not tag Lynette.
2: Oh. No. Oh. Wow. That's is what people are saying. What
7: people are saying that. I didn't do it that I remember. Uh, wow, well, uh, you do you black very, out when you I drink. Been like that. Did yeah. I? Not to my, uh, I wouldn't do that to you, right? But, but not, people think that's why I haven't been on this show. I want to tell them, not true to my knowledge, to your knowledge. All right. Well, like, that's it. Like, again, you're going uh, off to a bark crawl in Phoenix. Oh, so that's I, not obviously, news. I trust. Well, obviously, right there, obviously, I, I trust him. We have six hours on the tour bus to. Hash it out. Did it happen um, or not? This is. I got to
4: be honest. This is not a very strong denial. I, not to my knowledge. So. I don't recall. Yeah.
7: One of my pickup lines is, "Did we bone?" <laughs> <laughs> and it worked a lot, but I don't know because I like to party. Right now, I have an eight beer bud. Oh, eight beer bud at the moment. Right.
9: But DFG Adams, your bro.
7: I know. I would never t- do that to a bro. All right. All right. We'll play
2: uh, JV or all balls in uh, one second. First, uh, Christina 41, Portland.
10: Hi. Hey. Hey, first of all, there's, um, I'm in a group on Facebook of fans of the show, and there's like 40 of us going to the Portland show. Oh, good. And there's people from like Texas, California, Washington, Utah that are all flying in to go to that show. Nice. And all like do it together. So, just wanted to let you know, you're going to have a lot of superfans there. The well, I will, uh, cool. I will let
2: you know that uh, when the show's over, we will come out and hang out with uh, said super fans as we always do. So thanks, Christina.
10: Perfect. Sure. Go right ahead. So, um, so they'll make fun of me for this question, but I want to know why you haven't added a cat <clears throat> into your mix. Since um, Philly cheesesteak is young, you should get a young cat. You know you like cats, and yeah. that probably makes sense. Sure. You do speak highly of cats.
2: I love cats. Uh, I grew up with cats because cats were free, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Anything that was free and took care of itself yeah. and didn't need baths. So you'd have to clean up after them or they like, buried you know- their own poo and everything like that. And and they literally like, just came over from next door and started mm-hmm. living at our house.
7: I have to say, though, it does in this studio right now. I've been here, but uh, it's been a while. It does smell a little bit like cat or mm. B.O. Interesting. Mm. <laughs>
2: Wow, it's a little hot. I haven't showered in a couple months. Um, the uh, what is that the, the smell? cat I think
4: you have be onto something.
2: I think that um, my I think that my nanny Olga is allergic to cats. Mm. That's what I think because I think it's come up a few times. I like cats. I've always liked cats, and uh, Philly cheesesteak would have. Phil is, uh, by the way, like 80 pounds already. He's, a big, he's a a dog, massive. Man. He's massive. He pulls harder and shit and he's nuts. There's, we took him for a walk today and there's a couple of dogs. They're sort of great, dainty that go nuts. They come charging up to the fence and they come up and they're barking and they're growling. And they're showing their teeth. They're going everything. And Phil is pulling as hard as he can to get to them. And I let him get a little bit closer and they're like, Rah! and they're huge and everything and he's looking at him and he's getting down and he's looking at them, and his tails wagging and he gives one a big lick across the <laughs> face and then, <laughs> Which is <a> then <laughs> hops, literally hops up in the air and does a barrel roll and lands on his side and then flies back up to his feet again it's like all over the place and, and these dogs are going nuts on him and he just runs right up to him and just lick him awesome. right in the face and he's crazy. got this huge floppy tongue that hangs out <laughs> and he's just running he's like, like a mental patient just running all over the place I think he would probably lick this cat to death, or it'd be like one of those. He would love the cat, but it'd be like the mom who did the rollover thing. You know, the the fat mama Watch who likes to love. drink. And oh, yeah. I put my baby on the bed next to me. We were watching, we're uh, Nancy, Nancy Grace together, and somehow I just passed out and I woke up and they were yeah you were on top of them fatty. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I've seen this happen twice. By the way, to one woman, at a certain point, uh, go ahead and internalize Look all in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you all don't fit in the mirror, but uh, the parts you that fit in the mirror, get two mirrors, put them next to each other. Uh, that's
9: right. But uh, would you consider getting the right cat, though. yeah? But what about right what cat. about like a frozen turkey, hairless cat?
2: Well, then the, the cat that yeah. w- looks like it was burned horribly in the industrial <laughs> fire. Yeah. I don't like that. I like the I like, the bu- I like stroking the Fluffy. cat, not the weird cat that's covered with yeah. foreskins, Mister Buggleworth. Yeah,
10: they get the higher ground when they're in danger. So you'll have a cat on top of your fridge, but yeah, so she got the right one. They would possibly get along.
2: Yeah, well, as it as it turned out, I I, I walked back into my office after um after doing this event last night all night, and uh, we left Phil in the house. And how'd he do? He did great, and blah blah blah. And then I walked in my office, and there's a huge Duke yeah. just sitting in there. I did a thing that was sort of mean. You read your latest script. But I,
8: <laughs> Everyone's
4: a critic.
2: <laughs> Shouldn't have left it out. He, yeah. uh, I had this moment. It's the first draft, Phil. I had this sort of angry <laughs> moment of where I was, I was tired from all the weekend's activities, <laughs> and then I went in and had to clean up Phil's huge Duke that mm-hmm. was in my my den, and then I had to go wipe it down, and then at a, some some point I was spraying it with the anti whatever spraying down on the down on my knees like still in my suit like cleaning the thing off and I I found myself looking up and my wife was standing on one side and Olga was standing on the other side and they are both sort of looking and they were going so it was right here and I said yeah and I was like wiping and then uh yeah, it smells bad in here. I said, yeah, it does smell bad in here. Yeah. I don't know. And at a certain point, I just went, could you guys go do something? <laughs> the only thing that's making this worse is Being supervised. I'm in Foreman. a suit on my knees, uh, <laughs> wiping this thing. You're both standing above me having this conversation. Like, I don't know. There's something else to do. Go do it. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm angry. No, I'm go make, you. I, I <laughs> you. Ex- you were exacerbating the, the situation. Um, I'll tell you what I did do, which was uh smart move. When I bought this dog, day three, I bought a big pile of styrofoam paper plates, Mm -hmm. like the 50-pack of styrofoam paper plates, and I literally just cut them directly in half, just right in half, and I made myself a straight-edge scooper. Oh,
8: good idea. Yes,
2: because you don't realize uh, there ain't no good way to get at what's on that floor Mm -hmm. unless you have the two Whatever, and did the thing where I was so disgusted where I just launched everything into the backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know. mulch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, wait a minute. So, uh, see you in Portland, Christina, but I think the cat thing is uh, off the table for now. Yes. Cats are JV. Cats are JV. Oh, they are? There you go. I'm kind
4: of, um, with, you. I'm kind of with you, DFG. How dare you?
2: Pile through. I just want to get these guys off the phone because I've been on hold for an hour. Joe, 26, St. Louis. Oh, speaking of live shows. Face man. Yeah, we're coming up to St. Louis, March 26th. Yeah, yeah. pageant theater.
5: I got I to work that night. Mm. Um, I live right down the street from there, but
2: mm. 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 I'm
5: working full-time as a butcher. Um, that's my day job, but since October, I got a part-time job working the soundboard at AM radio station. Mm-hmm. And I've got a few opportunities coming up at the station. I'm going to be filling in during the day. And the station I work for, you can kind of, jump in and get on the mic with the host and stuff. I just don't want to uh, overstep I, my boundaries.
2: Look, uh, I, I want to tell people who are trying to chase their elusive dream. This a lot of people's dream is to be in radio. Cause it's, it's, they it should be, it's a great, it's a great gig. If you really just right. break it down. I mean, especially when the guys, I would work 10, I had a 10 o'clock shift at night, which was a little tough because I was shooting the man show and all the other stuff. Like during the day, there are a lot of early call times mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. We traveled in New York. I'd go do Stern sit in an Artie's chair from 6 a.m. But with the time difference, we'd be doing Loveline from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. and then walking back to the hotel. And it's like, I wouldn't even bother going to bed. But yeah. boy, when I hear about those dudes who get that shift, like I work 4 p.m. to 7. It's like, do you first off, do you ever set your alarm? Do you ever miss a fight? <laughs> do you ever miss an event? Do you, is there ever? Is there, you miss nothing. Yeah. There's no, yeah. you're off at seven. I do there,
4: afternoon drive.
2: There is no anything you can ever miss. And there's not a day where you can't sleep in and see a matinee. Mm-hmm. And catch the flight out of town at the end of the day. Right. It's it's great. Yeah, you don't miss your flight. Yeah. The thing about Loveline is we would do Loveline. If we're going to New York, it was car pick you up at 530 a.m. the following day. There was no flights that took off that and nothing you would take, obviously, before it. And radio, like many jobs, and look, a lot of jobs, a handful of jobs actually require certificates and advanced degrees and things of that nature. But most jobs. Most I jobs junior walk in. Just walk in. <laughs> Everybody I know in radio sh- just showed up. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. It's like, you're producing the whatever show? Yeah. What were you doing? I was driving the van. And now what? Now I'm producing the morning show. Like that's that, at least that's how K Rock worked. Yeah, every single person just showed up,
4: and and Gina and probably Dawson can attest to this. The people that I saw that everyone at the radio stations a fucking weirdo, but there's a handful <laughs> of people that you wanted to be around and wanted to work with. And if you just uh, Joe just spend a couple months establishing that you're not a weirdo, people will want right. to work with you and want you to like okay. board off their shifts and things like that. Get Anyways. him
7: in touch with Jack
2: Silver. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah, I'll put you in touch. Yeah, that's the key. Uh, No, thanks. Well, also, what What, size is your rack? What you don't realize realize is that um, the the guys that are on the air who have Mm -hmm. to fill three or four hours a day are dying for anybody. Uh, Again, you go on Jimmy's show, you go on The Tonight Show, you go on any of those shows and knock it out of the ballpark. And you're local, you'll be on a very short list of somebody drops out, we'll go to Mm -hmm. or go to we'll always go to because they need you. They want you. So they they're it's not like you're wrestling for mic time. They want you to come in and do that bit, do Mm -hmm. that character, do that whatever on 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 their on their show. So you'll be fine. Mm -hmm.
9: You know, if I can offer uh, one other uh, little possible piece of advice I don't know what the format is but if there's one thing like there's a joke or a funny bit that you can do and ask if maybe hey every couple of weeks you want me to come in and do this little featured segment that'll really get okay. your foot in the door too and that won't feel like you're constantly trying to grab the mic from the other dude it's something that you can do as a spotlight every once in a while and he'll appreciate that
2: all right Paul Phoenix you going to the bar crawl
5: uh, absolutely DFG. i
2: I'll see you there or yeah DFG will be there
8: mm-hmm <laughs>
5: Hell yeah! Um, I <laughs> I, um, I know you're spinning. We all know you're spinning a lot of plates, Adam. And uh, yes, I know you'll probably talk in more detail on your base um, on the house podcast. But uh, how much hands-on work will you be doing on the on the house that you're working on, and uh, how far along are you?
2: Um, I'm just I'm I'm working on right now full kitchen remod I'm about to get into in a full backyard swimming pool scene and then the envelope house i got to tear the old structure down first and get into it and i was just there taking a walk through the neighborhood i took a long walk today with the kids and the dog and and everyone else and just went to the house and stood up on the uh on the roof and the kids Is that like, a thing now c- kids climb up on the roof mm-hmm. yeah, well the you can get to it and then sort of see where things are natalia natalia likes to run on the roof <laughs> Of course, Sunny w- walks on the roof like an elderly person walks during an earthquake, like just <laughs> hands as wide as they can get. Everything slow, cr- like half crouched. You know, like looks like it looks like an old person walking on the deck of a ship that's in rough seas. That's why right. he he walks. He'll literally scooch along the roof and uh, shoots up, up a rope system, She'll go chugging along along the top of the ridge. But um, yeah, we got to tear it down and uh, get into the whole envelope house and everything. And I'll keep everyone posted uh right now i'm i'm uh, just i'm spinning a lot of plates and trying to figure it out but uh thank you should get sunny a potato gun oh yeah yeah natalia would probably like that more sunny would probably not be ready for it ira 45
5: hey uh Dad.
2: what's going on how you doing good not, not a lot
5: man i just i, I just have a, a hard-hitting question man it, yeah Mm-hmm. i was in the I was in the shower I was in the sh- I, I know in the shower thinking about you the other day thank you <laughs> well you know not not in that way of course, but um we have a lot of similarities, our lives practically mirror each other in many ways i have nine i have ten year old twins you have nine year old twins um,
7: what's your question Ian <laughs> 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 It's Ira, um, I think
5: let's play some games yeah and no no, no, I know i uh, uh Jv or uh, all balls. All right, all right.
2: It's funny. It's it's a weird. There's a weird human instinct, which is when you try to move people along, they dig in. They dig it in.
8: It's
2: a it's a weird. Like I, you know, I had the thing last night where the drunken people had to come over and say hi. Sure, you know, and uh, it was just sort of this one point where I don't know how you do it, but like they come up to you and they go, "Hey, man." Hey, used to listen to you do Mr. Bertram back in the day on uh, K-Rock. I always I hear you call in to Kevin and Bean once in a while, but also when um, I hear other characters calling in, sometimes I think you're doing one of those characters. Are you doing one of those characters? No, I'm not. I, I call in as me, you know, Adam Carolla, mm-hmm. but I don't do any characters, so that wouldn't be me. So that's not you? <laughs> no, it's I just call in as me. You're not doing any characters at all? No, I'm just, it's just me. I just, I call in as me, you know, maybe every other week or something like that. But, uh, as far as the characters, I don't know who's doing those voices. So, uh, nothing at all with the characters. And I, I, at a certain point, we did 17 laughs and I just went, I, I I don't know how else to answer this question. I started just looking the other direction and going, (laughs) like, I realized the guy had a buzz on and he he wanted to be chatty, but it's like, I don't know how, I said to him, like, I don't, I cannot, as previously stated. No, and I cannot answer this. I do not know any more ways to answer this question that yes. you've managed to come at me with now 13 times, but it's weird like when you say to people like I've done it in interviews where I've gone like, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry, but I'm pulling up to this set to catch a contract and I really got to wrap this up." I know. <laughs> I know. Everybody asks you questions, and I know about your times. I like, go, oh, last question. Just ask the last question, please. Yep, what is that? On the clock. Weird. I, I know everybody, maybe it's this when you're a kid and, and, <laughs> and as an adult. I could remember having a loose tooth as a kid, and it kind of hurt, mm. and you'd have to keep flicking Fucking it with me. your tongue. Are we doing a sort of conversational version <laughs> of this, where you'd like say to someone, "Look, I need to wrap this up, or I need to oh, okay, hold, hold on. on, I, get it, yeah. I know, so you're I on. before and we I've let heard you it. go, why not just yeah. sort of hear what the person's doing or see them leaning toward yeah. the front door, the whatever shot clock
9: is expiring,
2: whatever it is,
9: what is that? It's I think it's it, just simply that it's not what that person wants. They're they're confirming. I know you got to go, but I still have things to say. I, I mean, is it I have, any more you know than what more? I think,
2: you know what I think it is? I think I think it's a there're two things that happen for uh, for people that are scared to do public speaking. They they're very nervous. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Well, they get dry mouth. <laughs> and they start s- sweating a- about their forehead mm-hmm. the two things you really don't want to do yeah. when you're public speaking is have a bone dry mouth and a super wet yeah. s- flop sweat flop sweat brow the irony is the moisture <laughs> is just, a few, right. away. just why, a few inches away why couldn't god have created us so that i get extra saliva <laughs> yeah. and bone dry on the forehead <laughs> a nice matte and, finish and, and armpits mm-hmm. no i'm pitting out and yeah. i can't feel my tongue because it's cleaving to the roof of my mouth mm-hmm. why are we wired that way I don't know, but I think there's a kind of a wiring, which mm. is when you tell someone, hey, hey, we're running short, they go, oh, i got to go the opposite yeah. way. Okay. What?
9: What's the over-under on it? If you go right back to Ira, the first thing he does is ask his question.
2: Ira, 45, Texas. While in the shower, uh, I realized...
8: All right.
4: That was perfect. <laughs> that guy's a genius. I'm sorry. Love you,
5: Ira.
2: <laughs> Ira's the best. All right. Should we do... Uh JV or all balls? Yeah.
3: Let's do it. And now Mangria presents the Deaf Frat Guy and JV or all balls. Mangria!
8: You, they chug some brews, shoot potato gums, and then play a cookie. of oh, yeah, If something's bushy, he'll make the call. So now it's time for TV Oral
7: Hell yeah. All right. JVR J- J- Balls. The song's over. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, oh, dude. Dude, what about Koi? Koi.
4: Like the fish? Koi
9: fish?
7: Yeah. Like swimming in a Japanese
4: restaurant or something like that?
2: Exactly.
7: Wow, that's tough. They're big old goldfish. (sighs) They're they're,
4: they're impressive. They're physically impressive. Beautiful, yeah.
2: Yeah, but they don't do that much.
4: Can you you eat a koi? Does there ever koi on the menu? I don't don't think think you can eat
2: them. And then you do have this thing where if you do the koi pond in your backyard, someone will explain to you that owls will Ah, come in at night or. or, Or um, raccoons or yeah, something, like you got to build a weird know, thing the around them. Some canopy or something. And then mm-hmm. if you see them
9: indoor, like at a restaurant or a mall, you feel kind of bad for them.
2: Yeah. But mm. they're pretty majestic. They they're pretty beautiful. beautiful. Mm. I'm going to go... Boy, that's a... woo. That's <laughs> wow. why you're the DFG. I'm going to go all balls. <laughs> yeah, me
4: too. Every time I see a koi, I'm happy. All balls. It makes me feel like I'm in a
9: fancy place. Well, you so, all... Yeah. But
2: here's the deal. You've never seen a koi mm-hmm. in a bad place. I'm like, uh... I, they took me, not to prison, but they have a detention center right. that's in San Bernardino. Anyway, yeah. they have a, po- a koi pond. Uh, it was a pretty koi, awesome. A koi moat. But it's just me and some gangbangers. We're yeah. in what they call, yeah, a sure. holding facility. Yeah. until I was there for two days ago. But the koi. But, but that's another reason to like
8: koi. I, I guess always around a good place. Like I'm a Michelin about star to star drink a
7: yeah. giant Sapporo. Yeah. Yeah. Penny Hannas. Right. All, All balls. balls. Yeah. Dude, they're natty. Oh, are they
8: oh.
7: wow i didn't know they're mean they're-, they're like no they're like giant goldfish have you ever chugged a goldfish it's nasty like oh, oh, so yeah. you that You're that way. fish or you burp it up days later oh, oh. really so you can only
4: imagine and they are like
7: they're like turkeys dude in the water they're mm. on the surface they're looking at you mm. have you ever
9: tried to chug a koi
7: no because no, they're so big yeah. yeah but they look at you but they look at you and i sometimes i'm just like I wanted to go. I could freaking wipe all of you out right now, but mm-hmm. I don't want to because mm. I wouldn't want them to do that to me.
2: Right? <laughs> I get you. I usually just walk to my table. Yeah. and when don't think that much, yeah. about I have what that much about the koi.
4: Occasionally know. throw some pellets out them, you know, to feed them. But
2: yeah, but I never just pass by. Never and really and think about their agenda. Admire the beauty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're on, we're over
7: yeah. on that one. All right. Um. Eating your meat outside up in a tree during a severe lightning storm,
9: mm. huh
4: now, this seems obvious
2: <laughs> but it? also, what about the confused neighbors like God, this guy loves lightning
9: <laughs> and trees. electrical storm and
2: himself mm.
9: but is if this is something that you lived through, would you tell anyone that this is something you did?
4: Oh, like a badge
2: of honor oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah okay, yeah okay. Okay. You, you, you that's you good have to know. To. Yeah. yeah, that changes I, my answer. I think you're. Uh, it's it's dangerous. I'm. Um, I'm gonna go JV. Fuck the the
4: risk of death. Obviously, could be JV, but just the badge of honor of having mm. done it.
9: I gotta say, all balls. I think it is quite literally all balls.
7: It's all balls. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's JV that Mike R died from it. Oh, uh, <laughs> Mike my R, my friend,
9: die.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing. I like the fact that hey, I can never I mean, figure this out. There's Douchebagel, and there's moose and there's With poochie Mike, yeah. and then there's ever there's all the guys named Mike. Just uh, they uh, just uh, put initial, the last yeah. initial. The Why priest
7: can't you? at the funeral wasn't like yeah he died being in his meat in a tree. It oh, <laughs> so was like it was unfortunate. Oh, right. They said that like God acts. Weird ways <laughs> that you can't ever imagine, right? God, that's right.
2: weird. But you know the full story. I mean, you know this is yeah. He was uh, up
7: in there He lo- he loved it. He had a he, dude, he had a tattoo of him freaking beating his meat in a tree. <laughs> oh, oh so he, he done it before yeah, with <laughs> lightning. Oh, he lo- oh yeah. Oh, was his thing. He said you would like. He said, um... he busted a, a nut big time. Oh, one. Oh, <laughs> He said it was like. Wait, he said or they said? He said it was like he didn't even he didn't even care about ladies anymore. He just wanted he would just watch the weather channel. Oh, so he timed it <laughs> for lightning storms. He moved to storms. Oklahoma.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, that's a man who's committed to a
7: passion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like
7: more so, just really like, why are you moving to Oklahoma? Why are you wearing that? Like he had that raincoat, the Weather Channel raincoat, the uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah, gear. Of mm-hmm. he was always watching the weather right. channel. He needed right. a raincoat. Right, so he's, he's just, like a storm chaser. Yeah, but you know what? You gotta ask yourself when that lightning strikes you. You know it's all over. You gotta look at stuff in the eye. That was that not worth it? Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah.
7: so worth it for a Yeah. No,
2: I I get it. Well, he's gonna Nuts. miss. That's Mike. Was that Mike P? R. Mike R. R. Sorry. No. All right. So all
9: right. Uh, what's all the balls, next JV. No, oh, that was that all was, balls.
2: balls. Okay. Okay. So just making sure. All, all right.
7: balls. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Okay, I'm going to tell you that I, a little bit, am telling you, I I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. I'm coming out with maybe a new line of tequila, Mm -hmm. but instead of the worm, Mm I want to put a mini cobra, Mm. a little baby, Mm -hmm. but you can't get the thing to flare out so it doesn't look like a cobra.
2: Oh, you mean when it's in the bottle? Yeah. When it's, like, floating in the bottle. Do I... You guys ever have mezcal tequila? Yeah. No.
4: Yes. No. Mezcal's delicious. Smoky. I think so.
2: Did you eat the worm? Did not eat the worm. Too afraid. I remember tasting weird when I was younger. <laughs> drinking sure did. Mezcal. I don't remember tasting, like, uh, Cuervo Gold or something like that. Tastes different. Is that it's specifically
9: different. the one with the worm in it?
2: Yeah, I think is the one with the worm. Okay.
7: And I'm surprised uh, that you haven't... I mean, I'm not surprised, okay. but... Mm-hmm. L- ladies, mm. back in the day, they'd eat the worm. You find them dead on the gears, Jeff, two hours later. <laughs> oh, really? Made them that horny? Yeah. Wow. I
9: have been but missing I'm, out.
7: I want to bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's not <laughs> is that cost a true of, story. It, I think. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. But it's not cost effective to use the worms been there done that everybody done that right right, right. but the but mini cobra the mini cobra, it. What a mini cobra. how are you gonna get that past PETA? yeah oh yeah how are you so i was thinking plastic, plastic and now they're cobra. on my ass for plastic bpa uh yeah uh cause really,
2: uh-huh. uh-huh. problems yeah
7: i don't know i uh, so is it a jv idea i don't know
2: <clears> oh <throat> uh, jv or balls idea okay but
9: the plastic cobra
7: well or, or the real yeah but I just look badass. I right. say the idea is all balls. Hell yeah!
4: Uh, I don't see any drawback to this. That's pretty badass.
7: And here's the name of it: Cobra. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I was with you until that. That's it
2: for the tequila. They have a malt liquor called Cobra. They do? Um,
7: King Cobra? Yeah. No, I, this is just Cobra. Oh, just and, Cobra? Oh, no, no uh, I dude, mean like the salami. I know movie. that. I know that. it's in my marketing plan. This is Cobra with a K. <laughs> cobra and maybe two bees or some shit i don't know Mm -hmm. i haven't
10: yeah hell yeah
7: all right so gene all balls or jv this is
9: pretty jv no offense i'm just trying to help
7: you wouldn't do it
9: i personally know with a comedy k no jv
7: all right what happened dude well well, jv are all balls jv no, J- it's all balls. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. no, no! no, no now no. it's JV. It was yeah. all balls until about ten seconds
2: <laughs> ago. Okay, Hell so yeah. it's all balls. As Brian, I'm going to declare Brian the winner of oh, uh, like JV
9: plan. or like
7: all plan. balls.
9: Yeah. You are the winner. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Two points.
7: You got two that points. Is. Was JV
3: or all balls? I did
2: get two points.
3: Def Rat
7: guy. All right, def Rat guy.
2: Hang in. We'll do a little bit of news.
3: Give me the news with Grad, news with Gina Grad. Showbiz, Congress, Tech News, Sports News, World News. Give me news with Gina Grad. Weird shit out of Florida, sex surveys Obama. Need news with Gina, Gina Grad. The News with Gina Grad.
9: Well, so much happened over the weekend. We will see how much we can get to. But first, CNN reports that former First Lady Nancy Reagan, who joined her husband on a storybook journey from Hollywood to the White House, has died. She died Sunday. She was 94. Reagan died at her home in L.A. of congestive heart failure, uh, according to the spokeswoman. A statement says she'll be buried at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley next to her husband, Ronald Wilson Reagan, who died on June 5th, 2004. For.
2: She weighed ninety-one pounds mm. when she was alive and mm. robust. Yeah. I was trying to think of like what her frame would be like. Petite. She um frail. She invented "Say No to Drugs." <laughs>
9: Just, just say, say no, no. Yeah. Brian and I Otherwise, are very familiar I with I that campaign. I,
2: I just said no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now. I'm sure. God bless her; her heart was in the right place, but boy, I don't think there could be a uh, not since Click it or Ticket has there been a less effective campaign. <laughs> oh,
4: Click it or Ticket is wildly effective compared to that. Compared to Just Say No, it's quite it's, it's shockingly quite shockingly is. Na- quaintly naive as how it I doesn't saying. address whatever oh the underlying God. problems I, are. And click it.
2: Well, I'm just saying click it or ticket does nothing because nobody passed the sign and went, Oh, I don't have my yeah, seatbelt on because delta. there was a b- sure. gong going off in the car with the light flashing or whatever, or you're committed to it. So this has, okay, so click it or ticket, the campaign we have out here because we're retarded, has zero effect. Right. Um, just, uh, just say no, probably reminded a handful of Americans to do drugs. So there was a negative. (laughs) 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 Well, there has to be, there has to be, look, if you're going to see commercials, what if they did a commercial that said this, you know, they'd go "Look, this is, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Mm -hmm. Like there's a certain amount of what? Who's just sitting around going, "Oh yeah, I've been. High. It's been like a. It's been like a fortnight since I've yeah. been high. Like, I gotta get omelet. high. I gotta get high now and eat an omelet. What if DFG, Brian and Gina? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if there was a campaign to tell people to stop masturbating? Okay. How m- many more people w- would be, be reminded. reminded? Like oh, you're just sitting yeah. around at eight thirty at night, and a guy comes on and he's explaining to you. You should not masturbate. Yeah. Hi, I'm Eric yeah. Or, you know, we get somebody who's available. Sure. Who'll talk about or, uh, why...
7: not beat off in a tree. During right, a storm. right. Mm-hmm. Go do that. Yeah. I, I, I argue that it'll
2: remind more people uh, yeah. to beat off. 100%. So whenever you do a commercial, even when you do... Like, even when they do the, hey, it's... it's, it's Hey, it's... Hey, it, well, you should know, it's Tuesday. It's National Smokeout Day. Mm-hmm. Nobody mo- that uh, X amount of people go, oh, I'm... Uh, Smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I'm, gonna have, I'm, a c- yeah. I'm gonna have a cigarette. They just hear the word. Yeah, whatever. That, that was the. I was always the
4: argument against starting sex ed too early. Was like, are we mm. giving? Are we telling Remind these him. kids things they're not? Well, they're introducing
9: them to yeah. things they're not going right. to know about well, for years. Brian, I don't know if you remember this, but all I know is when I was in grade school and this whole just say no thing was happening, I was also convinced for a good five minutes that smoking weed would lead to you jumping out a window, mm-hmm. which is what every after-school special right. special told And then us. you
2: rebel back later yeah, on. Anyway, weed. she's going to be a mess.
9: Yep. All right. Conor McGregor suffered his first UFC defeat and only the third in his career on a night of shocks at UFC 196. I,
2: not only was I hosting this gala last night and missing this great night of UFC fights but I was doing this move where I recorded Sports Center and I was oh, going to go home and at thing. some point at the end of the night this nice Asian guy came up to me and he just pulls out his phone and he goes McGregor lost oh. and I just go Ooh, why did you tell me that he he goes, did, oh sorry it. someone just texted me he didn't know. and I was just like Ooh. <laughs> There's like, unspoken rule it you don't should do that. Be. You alert. can't do yeah. that. I mean My dad would go See you can go. Well, if you're here then you're not into it, but not if you're hosting here. Yeah. You still want to go home and find yeah. that out. But and anyway. Said,
4: like, yeah. It is a mistake. Well, Nate sure.
9: Diaz beat the Irishman by submission in the second round, having been the underdog ahead of the Las Vegas bout. Now, the experts can explain a little better what happened than I can. So here, it yes.
7: Nate Diaz, let me tell you something. He seems like a chill dude, but above all, he's very smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah?
2: Yeah. Oh, All
8: right. Okay.
2: He. Uh, I, I was saying to our resident ex- expert Nick here. I just said uh, he's moving up two weight classes, and Diaz has got a good reach, and he's like, yeah, he walks around at that weight doesn't make any doesn't make mm. a difference. And I was like, I don't know, feel like it's making a difference. He's jumping jumping up. When were we having this conversation, Nick, and you're sort of explaining to me why jumping up the two or three weight classes wasn't a, no big deal.
6: No, I I was agreeing with you, but I was saying it wasn't as big of a deal for Nate Diaz because Nate Diaz is as big of a jump because he's usually one fifty five, not one seventy, anyways. So it was really only like one jump up, but it ended up being uh, very important. Did you bet? Uh, not on those two on a fight that no one cares about. I did, and I did very well. But those two uh, were just too close to call for me. I thought I thought Holly and Connor would both win, but I just didn't think they were both like four to one and three to one favorites and. That just didn't make sense to me. It's
4: crazy. I have a question, as long as Nick's on the, the line real quick, because he knows gambling and UFC and MMA, I should say.
6: I don't, well,
4: he was like a 4-1 to one underdog or something along those lines?
6: Yeah, 4-1. Given,
4: given the fact that it's not like boxing where a guy's like 45-1, and one, like Ooh. these guys all have like records where they lose matches, and it seems like these upsets are happening more and more, wouldn't it just be smart to always take the underdog? Because the odds are so long against them, but it Ooh. feels like they win more and more
7: now. You can do that in football in the beginning of the season <laughs> and make a killing, dude. Oh. You bet underdog for all the first two games of the season.
2: Well, I'm with you. I know you want Nick's advice, but if you took Ronda Rousey's first 13 fights, you'd mm-hmm. be out money. You know what I mean? Because she just armbar people in the first 30 seconds. So that was a weird <coughs> thing. It would be like betting against Tyson or something but like what, when he was prime. But would
4: you be out money? Because when you hit, it would be a multiplier of four or five or ten to one.
2: Well, I, I don't, I mean, Nick, you, you I, I think you treat it like any sporting event, exactly. and I, I agree. I, th- this is a, it, look, back in the day, when the Klitschkos would fight, the Klitschkos would win. When yeah, yeah. Floyd Mayweather fights, he wins. He just does. It's it's, it's going to happen. almost no chance of him losing. It does, doesn't. It? In this, because they wear the three-ounce gloves or whatever, and anything can happen at any time, somebody can get a lucky shot off, and yes, mm. I'd, I'd be more more toward the underdog, but...
6: Yeah, I definitely, I think over the last couple of years, especially if you were betting every single fight and you picked the underdog every time, you'd be ahead at this point. I think a lot of it relies on Vegas isn't trying to pick the winner. They're trying to even out the money on right. both sides. And the favorite's always the more known person. Like, right. Everybody knew Holly Holm coming in this one, so she was a favorite. Last time, everybody knew Ronda, so she was an enormous favorite.
2: Right. But it really... It's kind of interesting, and it does screw up things, because now we got to look forward to Ronda Rousey fighting Misha Tate, who she already beat two times. Mm-hmm. And we don't really want to see becomes, that fight. Uh, yeah. We want to see the Holly Holm rematch.
6: I think, to be honest, because the UFC always tries to pick, regardless of titles, whatever, they try to pick the fight people want to see. So I actually think that Holly and Ronda will be the next next fight. If Ronda can come back soon enough, she says she doesn't want to come back to October. They want her back in July at UFC 200. But that's the fight want, people want to see, and it's a rare opportunity where they could have a, a woman's non-title fight that people care about. So they're going to use that opportunity, put Holly against a, a girl who won on the first fight of the card yesterday, and I think go that way. And there will probably be an automatic win for Holly, and she'll end up facing the winner of Rhonda Ronda. Because, uh, like you said, no one wants to see Ronda Misha again. Now, what's really. Misha
2: Tate supposed to do? Because she's not going to want to be sidelined for a year.
6: I, I misspoke. I meant uh, Misha would fight the girl who oh, okay. won on the first card, Amanda Nunez.
2: Okay. There Damn, you go.
4: Nick. Thanks, Nick. Fix that ass- accent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, two great fights and two big upsets. And, yeah. eight, I, have I, this. Yeah. I have to ask you
7: this. Any of the three ladies we just mentioned, mm. Ronda, Misha, Another one, mm-hmm. Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. You could kick their ass. Come oh, on. No. Answer, answer the Quentin. <laughs> no. You could. No.
2: Besides, I wouldn't punch. I can't punch women. I cannot. But he, don't you
4: think You might not have the chance. <laughs> with I, I those haven't three.
7: even rolled MMA in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I think that I, there's no lady on the earth. They could kick my ass. Oh, Layla no, Lee, I'll, Ali, it's one hundred ninety pounds. Yeah, but I take her to the ground, dude. I lay
2: and
8: pray. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lay and wow! Right? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
9: All right. All right. You heard it here. Well, the Washington Post reports that Mitt Romney, the 2012 Republican presidential nominee, delivered a sweeping point-by-point indictment of Donald Trump on Thursday at the University of Utah and implored Republicans to reject the businessman's candidacy in an election, quote, that will have profound consequences for the Republican Party and, more importantly, for the country. In our first clip, Romney rattles off a list of Trump's failed business endeavors to show that Trump doesn't always succeed.
3: His bankruptcies have crushed small businesses and the men and women who work for them. He inherited his business. He didn't create it. And whatever happened to Trump Airlines? How about Trump University? And then there's Trump Magazine and Trump Vodka and Trump Steaks and Trump Mortgage. A business genius he is not. He oh, these <laughs> Jews the way they talk. A business genius he is not. Nut. He did
7: forget Trump taco truck.
8: That would oh, have been
7: delicious. Was, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> all right. First
2: off, let me just warn Mitt and everyone else out there, John Oliver and, and um, um, Bill Maher, and all the, fucks, all the folks, all uh, uh, the folks, uh, oh, yeah. everyone goes, everyone goes insane about. Yeah. You don't understand. We are living in a Kardashian era. Infamous is now famous. Where you just mentioning the person's name over and over again is enough to get them to the highest spot in the land or the richest in the land with the number one television show. It's all about mentions. You're not doing... Your cause any good by having press conferences (laughs) about Donald Trump? Any more than us talking smack about the Kardashians is taking any money out of their pockets or slowing down this Kardashian juggernaut? Another mention. We are now in a new zone filled with. You know, let me explain something. They used to have. Supercars, supercars were you know Ferraris and Lamborghinis that were you know two hundred grand, two hundred fifty grand, and they they go zero to sixty in under five seconds. Now they have hypercars, mm-hmm. which are like McLarens that go to zero to sixty in under three seconds. We're in a hyper dumb. We're now hyper dumb. We should just be super dumb. Yeah. Now we're hyper dumb. <laughs> we're, we're just all we have to do is hear a name. I don't care what it is. I don't care what they do, good or bad, and we're down. Yep. We, That's I where recognize I, that name. I know that name. So we are in a hyper dumb time, mm-hmm. and the more everyone goes off on these diatribes against Trump, the greater, the more power he he is like some animal that steals electricity and runs off the power and of beats others. Off on it. Others bad bad words, mm-hmm. bad vibes get up into the air, and he just sucks them in and gets yeah. bigger and stronger. So if you want Trump to go away, you got to stop. Yeah. Making except stop dedicating entire news days to Trump yeah. every single day, it makes yeah. him more powerful yep. also, <laughs> if there is a silver lining in the whole Trump juggernaut for guys like me who don 't really care, I love watching the aforementioned Bill Mars and John Olivers go out of their gourd. Okay. You know what I mean? And I, I, I like that. Because
4: they're funny and entertaining or because it's fun to watch them No, and they're squirm, just, right? just
2: watching go nuts. <laughs> they're just going okay, nuts. Right. Uh, it's fun to watch everyone on the left go insane. And a uh, handful yes. of people on the right. It's fun to watch how, like in a world where you say... Um, Well, I I think if you vote, you should have to produce some ID when you vote. Okay. So you're in the Klan? Mm -hmm. Like in a vote, in a world where you become a Klan member when, because you think it'd be a good idea to produce ID where you have to, you have to produce ID everywhere in the world. I know in in this country, it'd be nice if people had ID Mm -hmm. in general. But anyway, you're turning me into a racist for suggesting that. But the stuff Trump does, they go, they're apoplectic. They go insane. It's fun. The bar. Fun. Yeah. It's it's a fun watch. It's fun watching them pull their hair out and go insane. And I liken it to this. Um, I don't come from the Boston, New England area. And I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm not, never really was much interested in Boston sports and New England sports mm-hmm. at all. But then I started meeting some guys, Kevin Hench, Bill Simmons, guys like that that were nuts mm-hmm. for Celtics and, and Red right Sox it's. and mm-hmm. Patriots. And they'd go nuts. They were going nuts and then nuts. And then I started realizing, Oh, now I'm getting a certain amount of enjoyment when I see Tyree catch the ball off the top of his head. And watch Eli Manning beat your team a second. When I see this, when he beat them for the second time, these guys were going insane. (laughs) I got kind of pleasure it's out of that. It's, I got a lot of pleasure, and I didn't even need to be in the room. I could just sit there and <laughs> hey, well, picture know what it. Kevin Hedge was doing <laughs> oh, wow. when when Tyree pinned that ball <sighs> yeah. to the roof of his head. Mm-hmm. I knew he wanted I knew he was yeah. at home. I knew Bill Simmons. I knew they were going insane, and I was. I found myself enjoying mm-hmm. the game that much more, mm-hmm. even though one of my teams wasn't even in it. Well, Treat Trump that way. Okay. I think you'll enjoy it.
9: And the first time that Mitt Romney and John Oliver are fiercely on the same page. Right. Which is wow. a little fascinating, too. So uh, his uh, other tra- – uh, meanwhile, he seemed downright hurt, by the way, that – oh, no, I'm sorry. Romney attacks Trump's unsportsmanlike behavior during his campaign. Now, there's a reason I want to play this one because it's uh, of what Trump's response is. Play this.
3: Now, imagine your children and your grandchildren acting the way he does. Would you welcome that? Haven't we seen before what happens when people in prominent positions fail the basic responsibility of honorable conduct? We have. And it always injures our families and our country. Watch, by the way, how he responds to my speech today.
9: (laughs) So with that, Trump (laughs) did seem a little hurt. Romney would attack him, and he fired back in a salacious way that proved uh,
3: Romney's point. He said this. Backed him. You can see how loyal he is. He was begging for my endorsement. I could have said, Mitt, drop to your knees. He would have dropped to his knees.
2: <laughs> so bizarre. Wow. Trump's
4: the fucking best.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Same. Let's enjoy this. We're in a rare
4: time, people. Enjoy yes.
2: it. Yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs> All right, one more.
9: All right. Well, there is a ton from the GOP, but I think we've covered it. Let's. Uh, well, we can
2: we can get to a few things tomorrow right, if you all
9: right. want. Um. You know what? It'll be old news by then. Let's let's just do a couple of those Republican <laughs> debate. Trump's uh, Trump's chief rival, Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, continued to pile on Trump in the latest GOP debate that was in Detroit. Trump first responded to Rubio's campaign joke about his small hands by insisting he was well hung, and it devolved from there. <laughs>
2: Did you see that, Adam? Like, <laughs> yeah. like this. it's
9: fucking brilliant. I love yeah. it
2: when he's like, "I promise you, I, I get no problems." This is what it's. So
3: I important. also happen to call him a lightweight. Okay, and I have said that. So I would like to mm-hmm. take that back. He's really not that much of a lightweight. And as far as, and I have to say this, I have to say this.
2: He has. He still. hit my
3: hands. Nobody has ever hit my hands. I've never heard of this one. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? <laughs> and he referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee it. Right. Oh,
2: okay. He's forcing
7: America to picture his penis. <laughs> <He is. laughs>
4: That's the primary debate.
9: <laughs> oh, wow. God.
7: He seems like the kind of D-bag that heckles. You know the guy that heckles dudes in, in the line in a Bukaki video. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know the heckler.
3: Uh, There's hecklers? No, I don't
7: know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's bring it home.
9: You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. Gina, Gina.
7: That was the
0: news with Gina Grad. Grad. Oh, this is going to be fun. And that was Def Frat Guy from 2016. All right, let's get going with our next clip. So this is from 2015, and let me just tell you the date. It came out April 1st, 2015. Keep right? that in mind. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, not, it's not Brian on this time. It's uh, Adam Carolla Show, 1543. John Ridley, awesome guest. Def Frat Guy, Gina Grant, and Brian Bishop. Uh, DFG in studio for an episode that aired April 1st, 2015.
2: DFG, Def Rack guy in studio. Good to see you, DFG. Hell yeah. Uh, looking forward good to see you, Gina Grant. Good to see you. Ball Brian. Motherfucker's got a podcast every day.
4: <laughs> the runaway winner for today's top drop.
2: All right, you guys uh, tell me. I feel somewhat unsatisfied by this, but you tell me. And this is JV or all balls. Okay. Um, Started the game early. Yeah, we've broached it before, but I really would like to see some numbers on this. Uh, as I said, I was at uh, Pat Smear's place. He was barbecuing and doing all the good cooking. All balls so far. Yeah, yeah. and I, said, uh, I noticed him putting ketchup on his hot dog, okay. and he said, uh, you probably don't approve. And I said, uh, you know, scant 41 years ago, I would have been okay <laughs> with this, but... Uh, Once you get past 10 years old, mm, you're supposed to switch to mustard.
4: Crucial question. Mm. Was he doing
2: just ketchup or
4: ketchup and mustard?
2: Just ketchup. Good good question. Now, I said, and he said, well, you know, you can never tell. One of those uh, unsatisfying answers. And I said, well, I think I would put it to you this way. Under the age of 10, it's pretty much exclusively ketchup or nothing. That seems mm-hmm. to be. It's not a lot of uh, sauerkraut and yeah, kids go for the mustard. horseradish flavors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that a relish. Kids are pretty much ketchup on their dogs, yes. and I'm proud to say, until today, I didn't know any adults. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, it, it is it is about ninety percent ketchup. Under ten, right? Over thirty were I feel like ten percent ketchup. There's some carryover. Mm-hmm. But at some point, everyone switches. I mean, when I was a kid, I think I liked ketchup on my dog, too. But then at some point, you get this more delicate palate. I think as adults,
4: adults, we can all agree, mustard, best. Ketchup and mustard, fine. All ketchup, odd.
2: I ate with a guy from Montana today. He said, in Montana, we put ketchup on everything. But I said, you guys don't know shit about (laughs) hot dogs. This is a Chicago, New York question. I I, I, I think in New York... You could be. Oh, we're talking about backyard barbecue. Or we're talking about like I'm going to the place to get the sauerkraut and, either, the, and the
4: peppers and the, the, the,
2: the. Either way, you know, most of the time, the people that like their dogs take their dogs the way they take their dogs. Mm-hmm. I found whether they're going out to get one yeah. or they're doing you it in the got backyard your drink, barbecue. You got your dog. Right. So in New York, you go just ketchup. You get sodomized <laughs> repeatedly with a frozen hot dog. Yes. Right. <laughs> Dry. That's usually
4: written into the city charter. Freezer
2: burn and uh, sodomy with it. So he was kind of going, well, I guess we'll never know. And I kind of said, I think we do know. I I think adults know Mm -hmm. 90% catch up with the kids, 10% catch up adults. There's quite a quite a big drop off yeah
9: question though will you allow yellow mustard or does it have to be a fancy Dijonese Or I'll you know, I import in a mustard
2: storm yeah. uh, the brown stuff's the best but I'll take yellow it's just at some point you go from sugary to salty yeah okay DFG there he is
7: it's like it's the same thing some people love gold slager others don't like it mm-hmm hell yeah <laughs> there
8: you go
2: I thought you were going to say, like, as opposed to Jaeger or something like that. It's
7: a quiet taste, but it's a taste for more adult, not uh, for kid. Uh-huh. But would you funnel Goldslager? No, dude. It's got those flecks of real gold. Yeah. Oh, it has real gold in it. I mean, you could funnel it, dude, but then you have to sift through your crap to get that gold out, dude. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, so how do you get the gold out then when you're just doing shots of it?
2: It's all balls. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> we'll play JV or o. balls balls uh, yeah, yeah. coming up with uh, DFG. Um, all right, so we we we've agreed that ketchup out of high school or even junior high, maybe.
4: Well, I'm still well, unclear on where you stand on if uh, backyard are barbecue. You really? No, you no, you on the specific ketchup and mustard backyard barbecue. Is that is that uh, a, the, the, a, well? Look, what, what, will, the, what the mustard does. Should you graduate well, the ketchup altogether?
2: All right, let's not. As I've said, let's not make the. D- differentiate between the barbecue okay. and the hot dog stand. Because you're going to order your hot dog the way you're going to order yeah. your hot dog. And if it's your barbecue, you'll have the accoutrements yep. for the way you like it. So the ketchup alone is is an attack. All balls. i mean, it's be JV. Uh, JV. JV. Yeah. The, the mustard is only there to try to nullify some of the damage that the ketchup is doing. <laughs> to mitigate the damage. It mitigates
7: it a little bit. Okay. So I'm fine with that. If you're at a sporting event, though, you need to do ketchup, mustard, relish, everything to jazz it up, because you're paying 10 bucks for
2: that shit, bro. Anything from the
9: free condiment yeah, box. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, onions. If they, if you're at an upper-scale event.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, with the diced onions. Yeah. Like at a nicer With the rotisserie,
9: the, the, yeah. the thing with the
4: crank where it yeah. comes yeah. out the side. Yeah. hmm Yeah.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Got to do that, because then it's like you're... You know, having a nice, fancy meal, or fancier. Uh Uh-huh. Understood. (laughs) All right.
2: So, uh, we're right with that. The other uh, food-related thing I heard on the news today, they're just testing it out, but it it shall be, because I've made this proclamation many, many, many fucking times. There, in terms of when your sights are set on something from a food standpoint, Mm -hmm. you begin a almost culinary foreplay. Like... Mm. There's nothing worse than when the person says, you know, you go into the really good place. You go into uh, Morton's and you go, I'll have the prime rib. And they go, would you like a center cut or would you like an end cut? And I go, I like the end cut because I like the fat on there. and It's a little bit crispier mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And they go, okay, I'll put that in. And then they come back 20 minutes. and say, I'm sorry, we're out of uh, the prime rib. And oh. you fucking, your taste buds just snap yeah. their pencils. like Because your stomach's
4: getting wet in anticipation.
2: Yes. And then it's like, well, would you like the New York prime cut or whatever? And you're kind of like, Ugh. I guess I could slum it, but you you were there. You were there. You were there and now they're out. Your taste bud's lost wood. Your taste bud has lost wood. They got blue balls. That's right. All right. So that that is that is J V. Yes. Okay. So the McDonald's. When you when you've got that, uh, you know, McGrill or the cheese or the, you know, burger. I'm not the burger, but, you know, uh-huh. the breakfast, you know, egg McMuffin. Okay, mm-hmm. When you got the sausage, especially the sausage McMuffin. When that's on the mind, yeah. especially when you're hungover, yeah. especially when you're traveling, you're on a mission, and you're doing that kind of road trip thing, and you're mm-hmm. coming back, and you drank way too much the night before, and you do that move where you see the arches from the freeway, mm-hmm. and you look down, and it's like ten forty-five, and you go, I think it's eleven. I think they're open till eleven. Mm-hmm. You start tasting that sausage McMuffin, and then you pull through the thing, and you're like, Sorry, we stopped serving at ten thirty, and it's like. Stop serving what?
8: Yeah,
2: I worked at a fucking McDonald's. There is one grill. There's not a breakfast grill. There's just a grill. It's just a big hot piece of steel. Yeah, and when you do the eggs, and I've been called in for breakfast duty before. Uh, no worse phone the em- call, the emergency call. Yes, the <laughs> six thirty. Hey, what are you doing? And I'm. It's too early to lie. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> at six thirty, sleeping. Um- yeah, we'd like to make two dollars and forty-two cents an hour with taxes taken out. <laughs> yeah, sounds awesome. They have a little hoop. The hoop basically just looks like a, a thing you'd use to remove uh, an oil filter from a car, like one of those weird sheet metal hoop mm. things that uh, you gays wouldn't know anything, but the point is this. It's a hoop and it's metal and it's the size of what the egg is and they put it on the grill and you crack your egg into it and it just cooks. And everything else is just fucking toaster that you do the Big Macs on and whatever. It's like there's enough. You literally put away the eggs. The eggs come in some sort of like 24-pack, it's McDonald's, yeah. you know, it's like a big tray, big flat, yeah. big flat of eggs, and you walk them back to the fridge, but the fridge is in the middle, and it's the same fridge, you keep the patties, right. or freezer, you keep the patties for all the other shit, you keep the sack of fries, I mean, it's not, you don't yeah. go
9: anywhere. It takes no more effort to grab a sausage than grab a burger.
2: It's not like someone says, put away the hollandaise sauce, and you know, <laughs> stop making the fresh whatever, there's nothing. It's a fucking, the same piece of square cheese yeah. is the piece of American cheese is going to end up on the Big Mac in right. 20 minutes. why? Close the window. Yeah. You're just fucking leaving money on the table. i you upsetting customers. I am telling you, the I, I said a million times, you should just go in at, you know, 1026, buy 100... Of, of the sausage mcmuffins and just stand there mm. by the drive-thru and wait for every guy who has a mercedes or bmw 7 series and go what are you in the mood for oh, i'm getting an egg mcmuffin oh yeah that's you well think. you're about five minutes too late for that jack <laughs> and then it's like what do you want to do 28 bucks blow job like i'm open we can barter yeah we can what's negotiate. it gonna take yeah uh, your wife's looking pretty good name is your a, price is a trophy wife <laughs> <laughs> that's three burgers yeah, or Mick whatever. like, why not just fucking have the shit going all day? You got shit going all day anyway. It's not like you have one thing, you know. it's You're not in and out burger. You have 15, 25 things. You have fucking parfait. Yeah. Mm. Who the fuck misses parfait? Fucking parfait. I don't Nobody. even know what parfait is. I'm 50 years old. I technically don't know what parfait <laughs> is. I think it's just been invented mm. in the last seven months. I can do without the fucking fucking parfait, but I can't get this. And I really can't simulate it or recreate it at home or get it anywhere else.
4: feels like they should have caved to pressure a long time well, ago. Because it of, like, Jack in the Box and
9: stuff. Are you guys planning on taking a trip to San Diego anytime soon? Yes, I'm throwing mm-hmm. the
4: first pitch. Apple 26?
9: Wow. So he's
2: going there to yeah, get, you, my friend. get the sausage yeah. McMuffin. So
9: there shall come... Down
2: there? There, oh. Yes, that's the point. I've been complaining about this for a decade. This shall
7: come to pass. Yeah. Hey, bro, what yeah. what would happen if, like... It's 1101, and New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft comes in. He's got his white collar with a tie, looks sharp. With a blue shirt and a yeah. white collar. Hell yeah, and he's like, I want a Egg McMuffin. They're like, you're out of luck, bro. Or would they be like, how can I help you, Mr. Kraft?
2: <laughs> is this I'm, in the New England area, or is this anywhere?
7: I, anywhere. Wow.
2: I'm guessing that the average McDonald's employee would not recognize Bob Kraft.
4: Outside of the New England area, I agree mm. with that.
7: But even, do you don't think that white collar would buy you anything? I think the white <laughs> collar mixed with the white cuff.
8: Mm.
2: It doesn't exist in a vacuum. You have, the super rich guy has the collar that doesn't match the cuff and then the solid color shirt. Mm-hmm. That's, that's craft. All right. Uh, either way, they're doing it right. Now. Either way. <laughs> Why do they have to experiment with this in the San Diego area? What happened? Well, we we did the one down in El Cajon. What happened? It caught on fire. Yeah, wildly the whole popular. fucking whole <laughs> the building burnt yeah. down. It was looted by a bunch of Crips or Bloods, I couldn't tell. Like, no, it's just a bunch of people at 11:30 that got what they wanted, yeah, right? That's right. Or some guy at 6 in the evening that had a hankering right. for an oh. Egg McMuffin. that got a fucking Egg McMuffin. Where's the great experiment going down with this?
4: Oh, is this the story you heard in the news? Was they were starting it? Yes. Uh, that's uh, that's, th- it's a that's test
2: what Gina's market, telling you. Exactly. They're testing it. They're testing it to yeah. see how it works. Interesting. Are, are people going to be outraged? Womps <laughs> will be wildly popular. And you have no room for my taco salad, but <laughs> yet this flourishes?
9: Think about it this way. Other things they've tested. The McDiner, where there's table service, um, McSpaghetti, McPizza, and yet those all get their own test market, but they're just now getting around to all day uh, breakfast Breakfast. at McDonald's. Here's,
2: It's not even anecdotal. There's 2,000 hours of people talking through that fucking speaker going, it closed at 1030? Well, it's only 1037 now. You put the eggs away? Well, how far away? I mean, that's all the tests. It's been <laughs> yeah. it's been twenty five years of people begging, this like not g- g- insurmountable problem. I thought it was eleven. They, by the way, they do it at ten thirty just to fuck everyone's shit up. Like, uh, can you get it out? I'm sure there've been bribes. By mm-hmm. the way, like, look, oh, yeah. twenty bucks. Give me a fucking egg McMuffin, would you please? My fucking my girl's pregnant. You know, <laughs> she's craving.
7: Whatever. We don't need experiments. Fucking serve it. Yeah. You just threatened though that the- you just threatened to go to Long John Silver's. <laughs> Do they have a breakfast? No, but they have the fish sandwich with a cheese on it. Oh, That's mm. good. Hell yeah!
9: And the crispy batter.
7: The crispy batter, but is that good? Now,
2: do you what? What would we put? Would we do some like vinegar with that, or tartar sauce,
7: ketchup? Oh, oh. over tartar, JB. Yeah, mix it makes up makes Russian dressing. Mmm, mm. horrible. Mm.
2: Tartar sauce quietly has to be the worst thing you can put in your body. <laughs>
7: It doesn't like, get its
2: due. Health-wise or taste-wise? Health-wise. It's fucking delicious. No, no, it's delicious. It, 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 there could be yeah. no worse substance to put in your body. No one ever, it's not on anyone's hit list. Like maybe, No one ever goes, take it easy on the tartar sauce, would you? Maybe sulfuric acid or some kind of poison. But yeah, in terms you, of edible things sold in a grocery store... Probably tartar sauce. You could crack open a battery and suck it dry, <laughs> and and be it, that'd okay. be a lateral move from tartar sauce. Is
9: it basically just mayonnaise and relish? What what makes it clumpy and creamy and amazing? I don't
2: know. It's just it has to be bad for you. Yeah. yeah. But it no one so ever good. talks about it. Oh, so good. So mm. good. Mm. You into tartar sauce? All balls. All balls. It's got it's good. It's got little pickles in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what right thickens it. Mm-hmm. Gary, what's in tartar sauce? All right, we'll figure it out. It's always it's it, it, oh, everything starts with a a lot of mayonnaise. That's yep. yes. a good base to jump off or
4: of, or an egg white like uh, Caesar salad, mm-hmm. Caesar dressing. Speaking egg
2: of yoke. speaking of food, and we'll tell you what's in it in a second. Uh, ah, Burger King, the croissant that's where we go. Yes, screw Mickey D's. We're going to Burger King. We're going to get the croissant, croissant which <sighs> it's the croissant all right, uh, let's see: mayonnaise-based sauce, sweet relish, capers, huh? Fancy. Onions and parsley. I don't remember the caper part.
4: Yeah, the capers are probably chopped up. That's what gives it a little bit of. Uh, they're not pickles;
2: mm-hmm. they're capers. Mmm. The well, there
9: are pickles as well, right?
2: Hmm.
9: Like there's relish in tartar mm-hmm. sauce. Yeah.
2: I don't know if the capers. I don't know. Is the caper in like the 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 shitty stuff that comes in the squeeze thing, the queef bottle? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Anyway, capers are
7: good. They're mini olives.
9: Oh, no, that would make me throw up. There's no way there's olives in there.
7: No, they're mini capers, I think.
9: Really? No. Yeah, they're like
7: a tiny something, like um, those um, Cornish John pickles. It's a caper, it's the same thing, but it's like a... Well, you know a lot about food said. for a guy in a frat house. I worked at Long John Silver's, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. I was assistant manager, <laughs> okay. night manager, but still, dude. <laughs> All right,
2: listen, don't get all defensive. I didn't know. Look what you did. I didn't know. I, I forgot about that, that episode, that chapter in your life. So, uh, DFG, we have uh,
7: JV are all balls, right? Well, first, I want to make a very important announcement. Mm-hmm. Before I came on to air today, I got a text message. Poochie's uncle is dead. Oh, shit. April what? Fool's, hell yeah. Oh. Oh. Hell yeah, just kidding, dude. April Fool's. Yeah, the I know. Boots his uncle, hell yeah!
2: Is this April Fool's? It's April first. Oh, it is. There. Oh, okay. Well, that's, well, I know he's had the testicular testicular torsion problem, right? Yeah. he sat on his balls a
7: lot. He was right? just in a medical textbook. <laughs> he was. Hell yeah! <laughs> wow. wow. How do you get into a medical textbook? Like I mean, I don't know if it's like tarnished or but they, the more you sit on your nut, it, they, the more they thicken. Oh. oh, with Dickens. Yeah. From sitting on it.
9: So, swells.
7: It's a, it's, a, it's a protective hide, like a rhinoceros, you know, thick hide, they called it, and mm-hmm. they wanted to see it, and he got paid like 50 bucks.
2: Mm. Mm. Not bad. Solid. Now, Poochie's, I mean, but people need to know, uh defrack guys, the, um, I want you to explain the fraternity and some of the guys, and just just so people are just sort of caught up.
7: Dude, my, um, you know, it. I can tell you, or you can go on deffrat dot com, which is actually not an April Fool's joke. Is right. new new design today. Oh, okay. It was a little bit jv. I let it go. Uh, and 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 who are some of the guys in the frat? Dude, we got my boy Poochie. Right. You got Moose, uh-huh. Smitty. Right. Juggly, Mike F. Right. You got Mike Mike D. Mike D and Mike F. Yeah. Um... Pooty's uncle, P-p-p- is he in the frat? He got honorary yeah. bid. He's a
4: legacy mm-hmm. Legacy mm-hmm.
7: because you know. So it's Delta Foo. Yeah, it's like giving a, a sister bid.
8: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: And then yeah, Delta Foo. I started because I would I wanted to do my own fraternity after I was expelled from right. the other one. I can't even mention it by name, dude. Right.
2: But uh, they say they sue me, dude. Okay. So and then uh, there's your nemesis. That's Blake Chambers, right?
7: Yeah.
2: F- fuck off, bro. Oh, oh well, wow. I hope he's listening. Words. So, what his frat, what is he? Uh, uh,
7: can I say it? We're yeah. getting soon. Yeah,
2: I think you can. Blake Chambers is the head of which frat? The Magna Tridelts. Magna Tridelts. Okay. So, they
7: think they're hot shit over there, right? They think their shit doesn't stink. Yeah. And then there's Ashley, right? Yeah. Wait, shaved Ashley or the one who rocks the full Stephanie's bush? <laughs> I don't know. I know there's two Ashleys. Yeah, shaved
2: there's Ashley, and then there's 70's the one bush. that
7: rocked the Stephanie's bush. Right, it's a retro. It started as a joke. Uh. <laughs> Really? oh yeah. <laughs> it's become a calling card. But now it's kind of her thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, you know. The, the, She's they like were, Quest Love. They were sick of always <laughs> getting confused with each other. Which Ashley, yeah, yeah, with the shaved bush. The only
4: way differentiating them <laughs> yeah. is by their pubic hair, not by the tall Ashley, short Ashley, you know, senior, <laughs> junior.
2: Right. So there's just. So they.
7: Anyway, there wasn't enough room in this town for two shaved bushes. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. they're great girls. I love them. Mm-hmm. You know, I love all my bros. Okay. And,
2: uh, all right, so we'll do a little JV or all balls uh, first. Uh, some quick questions. We'll take a few phone calls. We'll just start at the top. Clayton, 23, New Jersey.
5: Hey, how's it going?
2: Good, man. Uh,
5: good talking to all you guys. Gina, Brian, uh, you, Ace. Uh, my question. That what, I about I if, what
2: about the DFG?
5: What about the DFG? Oh DFG! I follow him on Twitter, um, dude. I, you crack me up like nobody else.
8: Okay, well, there you go. Hell
2: yeah,
5: love you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
8: Hell
5: yeah. Um, but my question, and actually DFG, you can weigh in on this too. Is I hear Adam talking about the music that he likes and that he doesn't like a lot. I tweeted Gina this maybe a few weeks back, and I wanted to get everyone's opinion on the Dave Matthews Band. I know they kind of were. They kind of came up in the same era, the '90s, when you did, Adam. Kind of mm-hmm. when you hit your stride with the man show and all that. So, what does everyone think of Dave Matthews?
2: I like Dave Matthews. I like the fact that he seems to have a pretty good sense of humor about mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his greatest achievement is dumping the septic tank on his tour bus mm-hmm. onto an open seated tour boat yep. that was going just beneath the yeah. bridge the Over, the Over- i cross. think in chicago but i can't remember where i mean that had to be one of the most historic moments in rock and roll history oh,
4: yeah, real rock and roll shit literally
2: i mean the idea that they literally just let the septic <laughs> tank go and that the boat was like an open sightseeing oh, yeah. boat <laughs> it, it,
4: that's I, something that in, in a comedy someone was like eh, we can do better than that but in real life that's fucking great
2: i would say in a comedy, you'd kind of go, oh, come on. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, no not exactly. Like, we're not going to, no one's going to buy that. Okay. Like, it seems too far-fetched. The timing, just right. right. What professional tour bus place would open it up over a bridge, yeah. over a river?
4: That's what I was trying to say, but I misspoke. But right. yeah, they'd be a little far-fetched. In the, in yeah, a, far-fetched.
9: The- Is that right. way more rock and roll than just destroying a hotel room?
2: I'd say yeah. covering cliche, tourists with fecal <laughs> matter, yeah.
9: And I, I mean, it
2: really just landed on the deck of the ship, right? Yes, I know.
7: All right. If you're in a tour boat, bro, you're making yourself open target for that. Mm.
4: It's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's your fault.
7: Well, I yeah. mean, it, you know, it's like getting shat on by a seagull, but worse. But worse. Yeah. All right.
2: So.
9: But musically.
2: Uh, yeah, I like uh, ants marching and whatever. It just seems seems like yeah, it seems like a cool enough guy. Yeah, I can, I would not go like to the, the mat for
4: Dave Matthews, but I enjoy his music, and certainly the band's full of great musicians. Yeah. These guys can play their fucking instruments. Yeah,
2: it's not. It's Got hard to. I I don't have a bunch of. It's kind of hard to conjure a bunch of bad things to say about uh, Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Well,
9: I, I, I don't think this is a bad thing. But the reason why I was never super into him—that was high school for me. Everybody was constantly at a Dave Matthews show. For me, it felt like soft rock without committing to like the mm-hmm. whole soft rock thing. So it just wasn't really for me. But I, yeah. I respect the guy. It's just not my music.
3: I got it, Dawson. I like his song.
7: Oh. oh, oh. No
9: what well, the there.
8: song,
7: hey bro. Put it this way: it's not Kid Rock's new hot new album, First Kiss. Oh, no, really,
2: no. Yeah, but I like Ants Marching better than whatever the two hits he has are. Hmm? Satellite, is that my, one. My There's brother one. Is, the,
4: is a super fan, Dave Matthews. He's been to dozens of concerts, you know, all over the mm-hmm. gorge and fucking Red Rocks and mm-hmm. shit. So I was overexposed, but I can still recognize the yeah, guy can
2: play. All right, Daryl, twenty nine, Boulder. Oh yeah, Delta Fu.
7: How you doin', the Foo? <laughs> What's going hey, uh, on,
5: Ace Man? I hear, I hear a recurring theme came up a couple weeks ago on Ace on the House about Tech Swats and having kids from prison. Uh, <laughs> good, good construction to topic. <laughs>
2: Come up a time or two. I don't like murderers uh, having fa- starting families inside of prison. Call me crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I would like I, these guys killed for that reason. But anyway, here we go.
5: I used to work with one of his uh, kids. I was wondering if you can. Try and imagine what he could possibly be doing
2: in the world. Uh, working with metal?
5: Uh, pretty close. He's, uh, he's in the Marine Corps.
2: Hmm.
5: Um, he he worked sm- on avionics for jets.
2: How the uh, fuck I, I supposed to guess him? that? Pretty, well, you guessed <laughs> it in Broadway. That's pretty close. Avionics for <laughs> jets. So Texas kid that he had from the jailhouse.
5: Yes, one of the uh, one of the couple. I, I didn't believe it was actually true. I kinda heard, but boy, spit an image.
2: Wow. Really? And it's uh, yeah. And he's got a hot daughter too. Tex does. Tex does, yeah. Well it stands to reason. All's because the, the the average pussy like like the number that you draw from inside the joint is actually higher than the average guy who manages like three subway franchises. Do
4: you agree with that just being famous? Like or no- being notable? A bad
2: boy. I don't mm-hmm. I look I don't know. It's like uh, or maybe it's just a news thing. Maybe we're just poisoned by it. But it seems like the average teacher you get to fuck seems to be hotter than the average teacher. Mm-hmm. You kind of think it'd be the other way around. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So you're saying if if you were in high school and you got to bury your dick in your teacher, you'd think, all right, it's going to be Mrs. Wolk. Sister McCain. She's a a fucking train wreck, right? You wouldn't think it would be the hot blonde one. you're right. And if you think, if you're pulling tail in prison, if you're in prison, you'd think, well, obviously the chicks you nail on the outside are going to be quite a bit hotter than the ones you actually get from inside the joint. Seems to be the chicks you get from inside the joint are actually better than the ones you get outside, and the same with teachers you fuck. Get on this, economics. What the fuck is going on?
9: Well, and they have a whole TV show dedicated to it. Prison Wives is amazing.
2: Yeah. Now, now, what they... Probably the husky chicks with the bad skin don't make the news in terms of the teachers right. having sex with the students as much. As
4: much. They don't become quite as notable.
2: By the way, try not to vocalize... Uh, as much as I do, when you watch these stories with your wife on 2020, where you're like, "God damn, she's a fucking piece of ass. What the fuck? I'd hit that fucking shit." Oh, oh, they want to put her in jail. They want to put her in jail. just <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: yeah, don't say that. Why yeah. is it a crime for a lady to have hot? I mean, to have sex with a kid? She's a minor. Yeah, they're they're Dude. minors. Dude's a minor. But if a dude has, you know, a, I understand it's bad for a dude. Nobody wants a daughter to, you know. Yeah. But a dude is good. You, You should, they should not go to jail. Listen, DFG, I would be the greatest
2: attorney in the world. Mm-hmm. I would simply throw the young teenage boy up on the stand and say, remember, you're under oath. Ironically, take your right hand, <laughs> put it on that Bible. Mm-hmm. That is the hand you use, isn't it? Have you ever masturbated to this Alleged crime And if the answer is yes I beat off right. To the crime No crime Because there's no other crime you beat off to And if you beat off to it it's not a crime
7: That kid's going to be on the stand Raising his right hand And fucking sniffing his left finger That's right That's right So we
4: can see it's not a crime
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't Ladies care what the journey. crime is If you <laughs> masturbate to it Throw it out it just ain't crime. Huh. That's all. I don't care what it is—property yep. theft, arson—doesn't
8: <laughs> matter. It is. Whatever,
2: whatever it is, whatever it is. All right. So uh, there's that. So the daughter's hot. <laughs> the son's in the Marines. Mm-hmm. Wait, Daryl. Oh, Daryl. Yeah. So was he a decent guy? He was
5: a great guy. He was an awesome Marine. He's probably going to be a lifer. He was. I didn't believe it when I first heard it because he's. Not a murderer, but, uh, yeah, good job. How, how
2: did you hear about it?
5: Uh, well, his last name. He kept his last name. And,
2: uh, yeah. I don't know.
5: just kind of things you he heard.
2: Playing it close to the vest. How do you know his dad wasn't helping Sherlock Holmes?
9: It's not Jingleheimer <laughs> It's pretty common.
2: Yeah.
9: yeah. He he looks just like his
2: dad, minus the crazy eyes. Okay. Not, not most folks, if you gave him a charcoal pencil, could draw a picture of Tex Watson. True. But all right, you
7: went and looked it up. I get it. One of the giveaways is that he named his kids Helter and Skelter. Uh, That's a good (laughs) Good giveaway, Good stuff. You want to do
2: a
3: little uh, JV or All Balls? Hell yeah. All right. And now, Mangria presents The Deaf Rat Guy and JV or All Balls. Mangria!
8: And by gifts, they chug some fruits, chew potato gums, and then play okay cookie If something's boughy, he'll make the call. So now it's time for TV Oral
2: Oh yeah, dead the food. All right, so you 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 give us a scenario, we tell you whether it's JV or all balls. Competitive arm wrestling. Mm. Well, I've seen over the top. Yeah. yeah. So you know of all story a number of times. So I know how it works. Mm. I'm going to say all balls. Yeah,
9: how could this
4: possibly be JV? All balls.
9: Yeah, because if you're into over the top, it's always all about that move. Where you kind of clench your fingers down and then you win when you were the underdog. It's all balls. When
2: you put your hat on backwards for anything. Absolutely. It, whether it's, it's being sniping. a sniper or whatever. And it's one of the, I, I'll tell you, there's two professions where the ref is scarier than the participants. Uh, arm wrestling is one of them. Okay. The ref's always scarier. It's always, always bigger and scarier. Yep. And uh, the UFC Okay. Like Big John McCarthy and guys like that, or guys covered with tattoos. The the ref is always the scariest guy okay, in, right. in the ring. All right, or the octagon. We all go with uh, all balls. Electric eels. <laughs> uh, oh, we're just okay. We, we got, got that one right. Thing. Okay, all right. Electric eels. <laughs> Interesting. I felt there was a lot of electric eel humor when yeah. I was growing up. Like it would bite someone and then they put a light bulb in their mouth mm-hmm. and with light. Was something about electric eel? By mm-hmm. the way, we lost the electric part. Yeah, moray just, no. just sort of took over. Yeah. Just delicious. Is a moray eel. Eagle, e- e- eel and
4: electric eel the same eel? I don't think so. I think electric eels are. Who fucking knows? What
7: happened just, to a their pu- a What happened to their publicists though? <laughs> electric eels are mostly in the river, like in the Amazon. Where moray eels, a saltwater eel. Oh. Wow, wow. There known you for go. Its, known for its visitenet. Um and it, it's attacked by surprise. Mm-hmm. You're working on that
2: marine biology minor. Well, he worked at Long John Silver. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about. it <laughs> Knows all about the aquatic life. Do they offer eel on the menu? You when you take a when you put on when you don the pirate vest you gotta embrace the lifestyle. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. There's a commitment. All right, electric <laughs> Uh, it's kind of fish, yeah. They're one and the same, really. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, all balls. I like, I like electric eel. Yeah, electric
9: eels, all balls. I'm gonna say JV just because they're the reason I would never get in a river. And when, and if you were a kid when Princess Bride came out, you were terrified of nothing more than an eel. Um,
7: all balls, because dude, it's like exactly what I mean. It's like, dude, I'm a fucking eel. How am I gonna defend myself? Th- oh, be, get some electricity in me, dude. Hell yeah! How did think of that? How'd who think of that? The eel. Oh, how the eel?
2: So I, I don't know. know if they think of stuff. This you get
7: away from a predator. Here, I'll make myself electric and shock shit.
2: Yeah.
4: Although not a lot of force it on the eel's part by constantly being in water.
2: Mm-hmm. Electric eels. quite a conductor. Yeah. Maybe they use that to their advantage. Maybe. Gary, we need to know more about electric eels. <laughs> I, I heard... Enough of uh, tartar sauce. Uh, by the way... <laughs> This is how I, I thought I was going to go either by quicksand or electric eel mm-hmm. for the first fifteen years of my life, yeah. and now I hear nothing about either, either one, one of them.
7: Yeah. All right, uh, black pussy <laughs> crossing the street in front of you, or we talking about the ladies? No, the the, the rock band that's on the in hot water right now for their um they just um a promoter just canceled their gig because um their name was offending people oh Oh. Oh.
2: they should open for Pussy Pussy Riot Riot. yeah Uh,
7: you know I think they have uh,
2: I think we gotta you know they have the promoter on a technicality right it's their name yeah yeah well it's tough
4: to put an R key
2: well what I'm saying is I'm not sure how they spell it it's the right way
9: (laughs) But if you can get Obama and all kinds of officials to say Pussy Riot, then I don't even think that word's really taboo anymore.
8: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going uh, all balls. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. We're dialed in. Yeah. Really uh, Really grooving today. What else? Good luck, Jonathan. You'd have to explain that. What?
7: Good luck, Jonathan. the, The Nigerian president who was just ousted from office. Mm. No, dude, the guy's name is Good Luck. His name is Good Luck? Oh, Look, that's right. I swear to God. I, uh, is, is I, it his first name is not Good an Luck? for April Fool, dude. Oh, well, it is, but yeah. it's not... His first name is Good Luck? Yeah, but he had bad luck in the election. He got ousted, bro. <laughs> Today. I feel like...
2: We should all have enough success to be ousted. Mm -hmm. We we should all have enough. You have to get to a certain degree in order to be ousted. To be assassinated
4: versus
7: murdered. That is good luck, Jonathan. Oh, good luck, Jonathan.
9: Good luck, Abele, Azikiway, Jonathan.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm.
9: How could that be anything but all balls? His name is Good Luck.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. It's almost like being named like All Balls Stanley
9: or something. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Just like that.
7: It's like that.
9: It's a good cartoon character.
2: All right. I'm um, yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm the, the the guy or or him being ousted. The name. Good, good luck, th- Jonathan. I think you should stop going up on the the good luck part. But anyway, I say it's all balls.
4: I say Jv. Don't I don't trust politicians to begin with. And then name yourself. Good luck. I don't know. All, uh, Jv. He named himself. I'm guess maybe he was named. No, right. he was, was named it by his
7: parents. Really. Mm-hmm. 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 They wanted to have him have good luck. <laughs> Hold and on, they which? love the name Jonathan too, right? Mm-hmm. JV or all balls. Sorry. All balls. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm really on a
2: roll, man. All right. Let's do. Uh, <laughs> let's do one more.
7: Oh shit. Okay. We have no, a couple. Uh, yeah. Um. Um. These What about these um, kick-ass road mics that we're broadcasting with that um, Pussy's Uncle hooked me up the often mm-hmm. for the, the podcast that I'm doing, and I want all balls for the mics? They <laughs> make I sound like a professional, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, road mics. Yeah, hell yeah.
4: It's odd to be obsessed with the sound of the microphone.
2: Well, they're, good, they're great equipment, and uh, as a matter of fact, if you guys want to see kind of footage of this video or this film or this podcast i should say you can uh, go to Roadhard, and that's where we filmed oh. sort of the uh, opening scene and you'll see some road mic uh you'll see these mics that we use you mm-hmm. can kind of see
7: the inside of the uh this studio. is r-o-d-e though oh yeah different road with that fucking viking all oh, with the slash through it it mm. freaks yeah. me out a little bit yeah but is is probably all is that all balls of jv that
2: thing well you tell me the guy who did the cinematography for roadhard was a morton who was a martin with one line over his oh. a he was it looked like martin but it's morton and there's like it's a it's is a umlau no it's a it's a a with a graduation cap on it. Okay. Because like, there's a, literally just a flat thing on top of it.
4: A-frame with a flat
2: roof. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like A-frame it. with a flat roof. I that's, get it now. <laughs> that's what it is. Available on DirecTV now, by the way, Road Hard, if you liked it. But uh, I would say, uh, you know, Road Mics, yeah, I got to go All Balls. Yeah, All Balls. These are great mics. So great.
7: All Balls, and they have the thing, the O, mm-hmm. that's <clears> like, whole, you, you know, you're like, holy shit, you see it.
2: Electric eels produce (laughs) up to 650 watts of power, enough to kill a human. Wow. Crazy, right? That is crazy, and they're still around,
4: I guess, because we never hear about them.
2: It was in every other cartoon. Yeah. They would power things, and guys would get shocked by them. And when you got shocked by them, you saw their bones. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. that's right. right. And
4: you conducted electricity for the next five minutes? Do right.
2: you
9: have to touch them, or is the water the conductor?
2: Uh, even if they're within close range. Oh,
9: fuck
4: that. They can shoot like the Emperor in Star Wars. They mm. can shoot their light. Dude, that's at, your yeah.
7: next movie, bro. Mm-hmm.
9: Eel instead of Anaconda?
7: Yeah, dude, but make it scary as shit.
9: <laughs>
2: So I make a movie about a uh, giant electric Electric eel, electric
7: eel that gets in the LA sewer, oh. terrorizes
2: people. Yeah.
7: You know, there's a tour boat or something that gets shot. Well the on. thing about the LA
2: then, the LA sewer and river is only gonna kill hobos and junkies. Yeah. So no, they'd
7: be doing us a service. Dude, have you ever have you ever been taking a dump mm-hmm. and a fucking deadly snake comes up and you know? Mm-hmm. That's everyone's worst nightmare. It's mine. Right. Yeah, Yeah. this is an eel. You're tapping into
4: a raw human emotion there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and
7: then like, oh, then it like um, gets its energy power from um, electric cars. Oh, he hooks up to like a (laughs) plug-in Prius or something. (laughs) Yeah, um, and then Elon Musk or something is a bad dude. I don't know, dude. I'm just riffing, bro. Elon Musk. Elon. A villain, maybe. Mm.
2: Dude,
9: hell yeah, that's exactly
7: that's a B or C story. Right. Mm.
9: This
2: could dovetail nicely with my uh, Carmageddon or my. yeah, navigating. Oh, right. Navigadon. Yeah, navigating
4: Carmageddon was a thing. Navigadon
2: yeah, is, a thing. is where it takes over the nav system and starts driving <laughs> everyone into the uh, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon yeah. yeah,
7: dude, if you want to write it, I'll write it up. Okay, I'll work on the elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, dude, so wait, bro. Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, man, I got a, the website has the it has my podcast that everyone's been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> you tell me, bro. Is it going to go on to air? I told you. You get ten of them together. I have them.
2: You have ten? I was just with Dawson. He heard it. Dawson? Sorry. DFG's getting pretty emotional in it, he here. Uh, he, it's it's, it's heard I, I heard one of them. Ten. Wow. He has four. So no. we're here.
7: Okay. Nah, I mean, dude, it sounds good. It's a good show. It's a good. It's a good show, dude. I just want to get in with. T- I, I, ever since I lo- left the house, this is my house, dude. Or my <laughs> bro, but I feel like I'm getting freaking black balls sometimes, bro. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm sorry.
2: Didn't worked out,
7: man? Dude, I'll, I'll freaking take a knee, dude. To, I'll freaking blow you to put this thing on, bro. <laughs> oh my
9: God. That's what taking knee means. i have oh, never
7: blown God. dude. I've the worth. I played Okey Cookie. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And I didn't even want to that much. Right, that's where the last
2: guy has to eat the cookie. I was wasted. Okay, all right, yeah. And you just yeah. when you're wasted, you have you to whiskey dick. Here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you, don't play, you don't play. You don't play okey cookie when you're wasted.
7: But dude, I have to get this pocket on. I want to get advertisers sponsored by Mangria. I've been working my fucking ass off at uh-huh. it, and it's really hard with my hearing. Okay,
2: <laughs> Listen, I know. Sometimes you get a little bummed out about your hearing. Can I count on you? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know it was going to come to this. I didn't know you had so much bottled up in you. That's all.
7: I'm not going to get down on my fucking
2: knee. Uh, no knees, but yeah. I, right oh, now, Gina no. is on it.
9: Oh, that's right. Is
2: Gina's a guest, on it? No. I am. Yeah, hell yeah. All right.
9: I'm in the ensemble, I believe.
2: Yeah. Thank oh, you. We'll run it as a, a bonus after this one. Hell yeah, bro. We'll tack yeah. it on. Hell we'll yeah,
8: that tofu. <laughs> <laughs> all
7: right. All right. Are, are we good? <laughs> oh, um. Yeah. Um, oh, we we'll do one more whittling. <laughs> whittling.
9: I have very specific feelings about whittling. You do? Yes. What are they? Um, I tried to whittle with a steak knife when I was nine, mm. with a switch that I found in the backyard, and I slashed my whole thumb off and fell on the floor and passed out. So mm. I'm a, a JV with the whittling.
7: Thumb off or
2: just? It
9: was pretty off. They had to they had to really suture that thing back on.
7: Mm. So yeah. you don't like it? Not
9: a fan. Mm.
7: But that makes it dangerous. If you got bitten by an electric eel, you you would be like, yeah, it sucked. But at least that I respect is all balls.
9: You're, I respect the art of whittling, but I'm not. I for me, it's JV.
2: We used to have ways in television shows and movies to show that somebody was passing the time. Yeah, time passed. The problem is, is there's TV monitors everywhere, so you don't know if someone is actually bored mm. or just watching TV or watching TV and bored. It used to be like, ah, the old timer sitting out on his porch, he's whittling. Rocking chair. Yeah. Yep. I say whittling is fine if you're making a pipe.
4: Mm. I respect craftsmanship, so I'll say all balls.
7: I say all balls as well. I respect craftsmanship. All balls. Wow. <laughs> no, it's a cool. with the thing to do with a knife, bro? <laughs> okay. I mean, hell yeah.
2: Is John here? Uh, by the way, Gary. I saw somebody walk by the window, but I wasn't. Uh, I was maybe right. <laughs> all right. Well, now it's for sure. DFG, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, if the guest shows up, tell tell Gary. Oh, we'll do that. Good. It's a good policy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Every day's a brand new day. And we take the Etch-Sketch, we put it in the paint can shaker, and we start fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. All right. Uh, the Listen, because uh, we will put his uh, special pod on, mm. and we'll tack it on the end of this as a, as a bonus. Thank you for doing this. Uh, that's all right. I'll give your, I'll give your plugs. Defratguy.com. You go to uh, Corolla Drinks, by the way, and you can uh, order stuff online and find out and see what stores it's at, and DFG, where he's going
0: to be, and all that good stuff. That was DFG with a little fake-out for April Fool's in 2015. All right, that'll do for part one of today's episode. More DFG coming up next.